welcome to episode 43 of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan along with David Van Boglen and Ryan Dempsey. We're here to break down and talk about all things UFC 205. But before we get into it real quick, I just have, uh, I have one little thing I wanted to say. There's, uh, there's a certain member of the UFC roster that I've, I've been tormenting and, and taunting and clowning and, and trolling on Twitter. And so I, I would just like to say that I would like to apologize for nothing and to absolutely no one. Thanks for the block. <laughs> That's all I was. That's it. That's it. That's it. I just oh, wanted to. I just wanted to give a little nod to Connor and, and tell Tyron to go fuck himself. Good. Because <laughs> I was doing the same thing you, you too. Fuck him. and go home. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't even really win your belt, but we'll get into that. Guys, how you guys doing, man? Yeah, yeah, man. We're doing uh, doing good here. Coming off the heels of a very exciting card and uh, uh, history in the making. NYC, baby, Madison Square Garden. I mean, don't get no bigger than that. What a late night. You know? And uh, I'm looking forward to breaking this shit well, down. It was worth it, though. Oof. We almost didn't get the chance to. Do yeah, this we were. You know, it was. Uh, you know, we all we all have you know our, our personal lives, families, jobs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and this sometimes has to take a back seat. And this one almost had to take a back seat tonight. Yeah. And, you know, if it had to, it had to. We didn't want you know, to. We didn't want that but to happen. This was one show we wanted to do probably more than mm-hmm. you know more than any aside from, you know the one year anniversary show was <laughs> was gold and you know 200 was 200 good 200 was great but this one this yeah, is the greatest you know, card of all time we had to get this one done and you know we we managed to pull it together and get it done so well done boys for doing that we are here ryan how you doing man uh i'm still coming down from the high of last saturday night <laughs> i mean i think like we, we talked about it right after the card ended like all right let's let's start going right here let's start <laughs> Recording. Like, I literally was ready to record. I was so ca- I was so jacked up on caffeine because like, so I made the mistake. I, I had a, well, I had a show in Indiana the night before. I probably got maybe four or five hours of like disrupted hotel bed sleep. Got up early. We had to be back into town by noon so that my drummer could go rehearse because he's playing uh, in a band for a play that's going on at the Muskegon Civic Theater the next couple weekends. So we had to be back by noon so he could go to rehearsal, and then I had to go to work. I worked until 5 o'clock, got out, went and got a couple of things I needed to get done for food-wise, and then I went and got a big-ass coffee, and then I went to Big B and got a a giant latte with an extra shot frozen so I could put it in my freezer and eat it later. Drank the coffee early, was watching the Cage Warriors fights and stuff like that, but by like... Oh, just before you want to, maybe, I was starting to fade a little. You know, the way we do things in my house, we watch fights, and you're tired, it tends to, to kick in a little more. So I made the mistake of, okay, I'm going to go drink my coffee shake, well, eat it with a spoon at this point because it's frozen, at like 11 right. o'clock at night. So I've got like five, four or five shots of espresso in me. you got the extra shot yeah, too, Yeah, man. man. So, you know, so, so that's a quad plus one. Yeah, dude, I was flying. Whew. Those big coffees are liquid cocaine. And I was just like, I'm going to only just oh, yeah. eat a little bit of it, right? Because like I said, it was frozen, so it was basically just frozen ice cream at this point. Like, I'm just going to eat a little bit, just get a little caffeine in me. And I was in a state of mind where everything was just tasting incredible and there was no stopping it. And I <laughs> ate the whole damn thing. So I was I was serious. I was like, I'm wide awake. Like, right, let's fucking record. Let's, let's, get this <laughs> shit. let's get this shit right now. I can, I can go. And I was up until I, about... I told you guys, I was up for 22 hours at that point, and yeah. I was like... 
No, I remember right, you I said gotta, that. I gotta go. I gotta, I, like, let, we gotta talk right now. There's so much in Yeah, Ryan was just as excited as I was. You want to know what sucks is that I, I had such an experience there that I didn't really, I didn't have the best experience right. that I could have had for 205. And by the time right. 205 was over, I was just ready to you go home. Done. And yeah. I, was, I was, I was, I was over it. I had enough of, of, of breaking up. Trump arguments and bitching oh. and trying to, to focus. I, at one point, I actually said, I don't ever do this. I'm not this guy. But I did. I actually said, I said, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to watch the fucking fights. It wasn't even my house. And I, I just, I was so mad. And I was so livid. And, you know, Everest brother David was there. He's like, he was fighting like, yeah, now he's, you know, good. Good for you, Dave. You know, and he was, he was like, the fights are on. He's right. It's, you know. Uh, I couldn't take it anymore, man. Yeah. I couldn't take it. That's, Thankfully, I don't, that's not a problem in my house. And I, I, I think that. I messaged Jeff. I should have came and watched yep. with you. I should have left here on the fucking prelims and came and watched the show with you guys. Oh, uh, but I toughed it out. We, and you know, We grubbed. We chilled. We had a good time. It was, it was a good night. It was fine. It was just a, you know two of us. But then much distraction. random non-fight people came over who didn't care about they just wanted to sit and drink and yeah you know what I can't man? watch I can't, watch can't do this anymore, anymore you know? I, I can't, can't. Yeah. I can't do it that's why I can't go to V-dubs anymore yeah. like I've gone and watched a couple of fights there back in the day before I had a lot, knew a lot of friends that ordered pay-per-views and stuff like I watched Chuck and Rampage I was the only Rampage fan really in the place <laughs> so when he landed that shot and everybody just went silent I stood up at my table yes, yes. both <laughs> arms in the air yeah. like fuck all of you <laughs> that's why I was so I was so uh, pleasantly surprised when I went over to watch the fights with Scott and Dale yeah because I was only going over there to re, you know reunite with a, with a friend that I've known for 25 years and I didn't go into it expecting to be with a couple guys that knew their shit yeah yeah and Scott and Dale knew their shit That's all cool. the way back to the first they knew pride they knew everything and I was so yeah. pleasantly surprised at that that entire experience when you get to the point where you can go into that to be comfortable and know that these guys around you are fight fans. They're not here to talk about Trump. They're not here to talk about, you know, the beer and, and fucking and anything else. They're focused on the fights. Yep. They're there for the right. fights. They'll talk about fights and how this person had another fight over here. And it's all focused on that. And it was so awesome. Yeah. That was such a pleasant experience. And it was so, you know, that's how, that's, if I could have a dream uh, fight experience would be that just fight nice. people just talking about fights good food great fights and that's it yeah you know that's that's what I've, I've built you know we have a few there's like the core four of us my cousin who oh, I live with but my cousin and I my buddy Tony and then my buddy Todd like the four of us we always go in and get every pay-per-view and then there's like a rotating cast of a few other guys that'll come around but it's always it's always fight fans or at least the casual ones are not idiots. They're not just here to watch Ronda. Yeah, right. They they know of, yeah, right. of, of other people and stuff like that. But I've I've watched fights with a, at, at places with large groups of non-fight fans in garages. And, and it, yeah, I was there too. Right? Yeah. Like in that garage. You know, it's, yeah, yeah. It's hard because you know, I'm sitting here and you know uh, I'm trying to focus on this TV with uh-huh. all these people watching. There's beer pong. And there's all kinds of shit going on back here, and I'm like, I can't. Shut up! And I can't. And I can't yep. hear it. It's like, uh, I let ever talk me to this one again. Yeah, you're basically watching it at a bar, yeah, a residential and, bar. That's uh, all it is. And and I don't know how you know. Um, do they do it there in Canada like we do it here, like a B Dubs or a bar or something? They'll put the pay per view on. You got to pay a little copay 
or have like a two drink minimum or something when you go in there to watch? Yeah, there's a like Boston Pizza uh, does it a lot, and um, probably the other bars in that. But I usually they, uh, UFC nights are date nights for me and Kara. Ah. So I never really have to go on that. We just, you know, grab a pizza, grab some beer, just throw on the pay-per-view and just relax together and just enjoy the night. Nice. Fantastic. That's, that's a great fucking night, yeah. man. Yeah, that's what's up. That's a great date night. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, you guys ready to start talking mm-hmm. about fights? Or? Yeah, yeah, let's get into this. Especially this one. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... We don't even really need to talk much about the main event as far as like build up. With we've got a yeah. we've got a two division champion. Yes, we do. And his coach called the time. I couldn't believe that again. You know they they said yeah about two minutes into the second round knockout or something. Yeah, Kavanaugh said four minutes. They would not. He would knock him out within three minutes of the second round. Yeah, that's what it was. And okay. it was four three oh four was when they called it. Apparent is what they said. But John, we the the. John said on the MMA Hour Monday, like when he was watching it back, like when Connor hit him and dropped him, it was at that time right on the dot. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Like, I thought that one was over first round. Like that first oh, I did time too. that Eddie went down, I thought, oh, it's over. Yeah. You and see the look on his face? I, like, they yeah. showed the replay when his eyes rolled back. Yeah. I, like, I, I still know how he recovered from that. No. I, I was yelling it as soon as Connor dropped it up, dropped him. I was like, "This is over. It's done for." Yeah, man, it's done. I see the look on, on Eddie's face, and the look to me showed that he's he's never been hit like this no. before in his life. Nope. And not necessarily power, but the speed, power, and precision, precision. all things combined. Yeah, exactly. You know, when that left hand came out of absolutely, you know, you see those RK out of nowhere. This his left hand came out of nowhere. Yeah. Bing, and it hit him perfect. Right. Well, it's like he said in the uh, the Jose Aldo fight at the, in the post fight interview. He doesn't care about going for the hard shots. He just goes for the for the precision and the timing. Yeah. That's all he cares about. And it works. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Dude, that combination that he finished him with was a thing of freaking beauty. Beautiful. Because I mean, Eddie was moving still. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like Eddie was standing still. He was still moving, and Connor hit him with four shots in four different directions. <sighs> it was such a that was such a great. Striking performance, and you know a lot of things that a lot of areas that people thought about that might you know that where Eddie should should give Connor problems. He didn't. No, he didn't get yeah, any problems grappling. whatsoever. He was stuffed three to- three times, three or four times on uh, a takedown. Yeah, for three, yep. Three times, okay. So he was stuffed three times on his on his takedowns, and they were they were significant shots. Definitely, you know they were. If uh, Connor was that weak on a takedown defense, he would have been taken down. But you can tell he's worked a lot on his takedown defense. Mm-hmm. Connor, Connor's takedown defense is is relatively good. It's more when he gets taken down, he's not good on his back. That's not anymore. Assessment. Not anymore. What's that? Not anymore. No, no he and, and like from from some people that train with him a lot. Like they've talked about even before the even before the Nate Diaz fight, but especially since the Nate Diaz fight, how far Connor's jits has come. I mean. He, he's got a, a training partner who's a fucking world-class jiu-jitsu practitioner in Dylan Danis, and then he has his own jiu-jitsu coach anyway. And and John Kavanaugh is a really good jiu-jitsu yeah, John, Ka- John Kavanaugh yeah. is the first uh, BJJ black belt in Ireland, I think. Yeah. 
Well, it was a weakness. Well, the, the smart thing is it was a weakness for him, and he recognized sure. that it was a weakness, yeah. and he addressed it, and he addressed it properly. Yeah. And that loss to Nate Diaz was probably the best thing that happened in his career. You oh, couldn't definitely. have said it better, brother. You couldn't have said it better. And they said the same thing, you know, like, he was back in the gym 48 hours later. Didn't salt, didn't, didn't anything. Just yep. right. That's a champion, man. That's, that's you know what? You take a loss, like, like, like Ronda Rousey takes a loss, and she about kills herself over it. That's not the heart of a champion. That's a millennial that cries when they get their toy taken away. And Connor is the heart of a champion. He takes a loss and he's back training forty eight hours later. That's yeah, you know well, the mentality of that. that. It came out on on something was Sunday morning or Monday morning. He was talking about three years ago he signed with the UFC and proceeded to cash his $230 welfare check. Yeah. And now oh, he's yeah. looking at making $40 million this year. Right, yeah. Like, that's that's the determination that they, he knows what it's like to be at the very, very bottom. And, yeah. and he doesn't want to go back there. He wants to make sure that, that he's going to be remembered as, as one of the greatest. He wants to be known as the champion. And he never wants to have to, his family to have to worry about anything. Especially money because, you know, that's... That's like you said. It's one spot that he knows where it's to be on the very lowest level. Yeah, you know, not have anything. And you see a lot of this with NFL players, most especially NFL and NBA players. They go from having absolutely nothing, and they have this extreme talent. And now every every big college wants them. That any every NFL team wants them. And then they come in, they get a hundred million dollar contract. And what do they do? Crash and burn. Yeah. I mean, crash yeah. and burn right and away. Marcus Russell retirement. There's a lot, you know, and they end up look. They end up homeless. They go from a hundred million dollars to you know sucking <laughs> cock in the street for crack, literally. Yeah. You know, they go these extremes, and I don't see this happening to this young man. I, you know, he's 28 years old, and he's got the UFC by the balls. Yeah, he's got the world by the balls, and he's on the verge of having the world by the balls. You know, uh, and. I don't. I don't see him having that weak mind and failing and losing it all. And you know, uh, yeah, sure he has some exorbitant spending, but twenty-eight years old. Of course, he's gonna. You know, he wants a nice fancy car. And and the UFC's in a tough position now because now he's saying, "I want a bigger portion of this pie." It's going to be hard to tell him no because if he decides to walk away. They're gonna have a lot, of t- a lot of trouble trying to sell pay per views. They're not gonna let him walk away. No way. They'll give him no, that piece. No. He ha- they, they have to give him a piece, man. You gotta feed him. I would. Uh, That's a smart one Has to be saying, please, Ronda win. Because if Ronda Rousey loses, there's no one left in the UFC except for Connor. Everything he wants, he justifiably gets. Yeah, because next... you're not giving John Jones shit when he comes back. That's it. So the next yeah. guy in line was Jones, and he screwed that all up. Yeah, he's gone for six months. So, what do you guys think about John and fucking Dan doing this uh, submission underground event next month? I mean, it was announced they were they were already signed to do it before he got the USADA sanction and, and stuff like that. Obviously, the news came out the same day, which was super interesting. But like, what do you guys think about that? I, I, do, do you think it's a good idea for John at least do something to stay busy? Um, it'll be it'll definitely be good for him to keep busy and keep fresh as opposed to just going to the gym and doing small things. But at the same time, like Henderson, uh, like you know, uh, he's a two hundred and fifty years old. He's I don't know. He's not going to be learning too much in that boat. I don't think. And uh, I mean, it's 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 a it's a wrestling match. It's not right. a fight. 
that's the thing is, um, you know, uh, John Jones, he's in, a, he's in a grappling contest with a guy that's known to throw right hands. He's 46, 47, 250, whatever years old. And, uh, you know, he doesn't, he has never really been known as a grappling kind of guy. And, and he's good, don't get me wrong, in the he's MMA, good. In MMA, but, I mean, Dan, Dan has competed. Olympian, right? Yeah, he was a silver medalist. Right, that's what I'm saying. He's good. He's 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 got the skill. It's just he never had to use it in professional. You know, he it's much easier just to clock him once and cash well, a check. Well, I mean, even before, but even before he really rounded out his striking and pride and stuff, as far as the H bomb, it was the double leg take down to hammer to, yeah. to hammer fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the old the old Mark Coleman yeah. style. So. I mean, Dan, Dan used it, but then he just discovered, oh, shit, if I drop a guy <laughs> with a hammer fist, I don't have to do anything. Right, if I just hit him yeah, once. I can collect my paycheck in 30 seconds instead of 15 minutes. And, and, and at Way the same, easier. And at the same time, like, yeah, Dan is, is 47 years old or whatever now. But, I mean, in fighting, that, that definitely makes a difference. But submission, gra- or even just grappling in general, like, Dan Gable is in his 60s to 70 years old. <laughs> I ain't fucking with him. No, not at all. And Dan Severn, same way. He's, right. He's got to be 62 yeah. or 63. I'm not stepping on the mat with there him. There's no way I'm getting in a, in a grappling contest with Dan to be Severn. So. Ever. Kurt Angle, same oh, way. It depends on how much they're willing to pay me. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. But, you know, you look at a guy like Kurt Angle who's had four neck surgeries, fusions, and whatever else. He's approaching 50 years old and he's done pro wrestling and stuff. If, for the last 20, 20 plus years. Yeah. You put him in a grappling contest, I guarantee that all comes back and he starts throwing uh-huh. things around. Oh, yeah. He is oh. a monster. That muscle memory never goes away. Exactly, man. yeah. Never goes away. He, uh, you know, and Brock Lesnar, same way. If he gets in a straight-up grappling contest, you know, yeah, he's done pro wrestling, and US, but if he were to just straight-up freestyle wrestle or Greco-Roman or whatever, it'd come right back. Here's a, here's a little fact. Well, even looking 200, though, he, he was he had no problem getting Mark Hunt down when he got him down. He was able to keep him there. Yeah, he yeah. Here's, here's a little crazy fact that'll blow your mind. You know who was a, a guy you would never think of that you would never want to try to grapple with? Maynard James Keenan from Tool. Really? Dude, really? Maynard, Maynard was a state champion in Michigan at Mason yeah. County Central. No yeah. Shit. yeah. Multiple, wow. multiple time, I believe multiple time placer. I'm pretty sure he was a champion, but and uh, great wrestler and stuff like that. Like he still comes back every so often. A couple, it was like two years ago, he was in town. His parents still live up there, and like he he donated a bunch of money to the Mason County Wrestling Program wow. and, and like went to practice and worked out. But, but like Maynard's got a black belt and, and fucking BJJ and shit too. Oh, good for him. Yeah, yeah dude. He's one of the smartest dudes you'll ever fucking talk to. Super intelligent. Brilliant and mind. And Chuck, you, there's a video back in like, I think it's like 92 or something like that. Because it's, it's like early Lollapalooza area and Maynard was still painting himself up completely and stuff like that. This fan, all super excited, like comes running, like gets on stage and comes running up to like give him a hug. And Maynard like acts like he's going to hug him and then throws him in a head and arm. <laughs> And he hip tosses it, bro. It's so great. Like he's like waiting for him, got his arms open, and as soon as the guy made contact, whooping, just slips it and chucks him over and just holds him there until security comes and gets him off. Oh my god! Yes, that's Manor James Keenan, not a dude you want to fuck with. Wow, and he's been on the Rogan podcast too, and I know they've talked about it, and uh, but I never realized it was. I didn't realize it was. I don't either. Fucking Al Bundy's a badass. Yeah, man. Kick your ass. Yeah, 
Al Bundy will fuck you up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and he's he's been on it from you know since the like the seventies, man. You know, like the late seventies, mm-hmm. he started with all kind, and it's not just one discipline. No, he's, he was, you know, like, yeah, he was on uh, the Fighter and the Kid a couple months back, and he broke down how it all got started. Yeah, oh, wow. and, uh, the same thing on Rogan. Like, walk walking into a, the, the Gracie Gym, and uh, you know the Gracie thing. You know, you don't pay the first time, but they just humiliate you, so you want to keep coming back, and that's when you start paying. And yeah, like he, like he just fell into it, and he just kept on going and going and going, and it's, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. Al Bundy's a bad motherfucker, yeah, dude. I talked about choking dudes out, like like breaking up fights or guy trying to attack him and he choked him out and stuff. Yeah, like that, man. Al Bundy's a bad. Yeah, you don't want to play with him, dude. Yeah. So we just we just went down a really fucking just a K hole. <laughs> But yeah, I, I like how we started off with Conor McGregor. Just became one of the top five of all time, possibly. We ended up talking about Ed O'Neill and and uh, Maynard, and uh, Maynard James Keenan uh, choking people out. It's yeah, the, that's the format, brother. That's the format. It, it's it just it's just the conversation. You don't get this kind of conversation on other MMA shows. That's why we're awesome. It's true. Um, so yeah, back to back to Conor. Eddie said. Eddie was really disappointed after this fight, and he said, I had it, and I blew it all. I didn't follow the game plan. It didn't follow, yeah. Yeah, the game plan went out the window the first time you got cracked. So. Right, and that yeah. was real This goes back to even what I said last week. Uh, nothing about his UFC performances have, have really, really sparked any interest in me that, to see his next fight. So, you guys remember, in, like, all the... the Fight video, pre-fight videos and stuff like that. Eddie talking about how Santa Claus isn't real and shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody... Wikipedia is phenomenal, let me just say this, because oh, yeah. you can edit. So as soon as all the shit hit Friday about Gastelum, people were tearing him apart, dude. His, his Wikipedia got changed so much to, like... Just, like, his nicknames were, like, Fat Ass and... <laughs> um, I mean... So like his his martial arts were like, you know, they gave him like what he listed, and then it said that he needed a black belt and gastric bypass or something. Wow. <laughs> just just some brutal nice. shit. But then um, somebody got Eddie's. So remember how Eddie was talking about you know about Santa Claus and shit. Yeah. So somebody changed in his record and changed it to lost Santa Claus. Method TKO, and then parentheses it says he is real. <laughs> I retweeted it. And it's that's amazing, dude. I love Twitter so much. So Lost, much. 28, 28 and five. Santa Claus TKO. He is real. Yeah. I fucking love Wikipedia, uh, dude. And like I said, I love like, Wikipedia. The ones with Gastelum were just hysterical. Hysterical. I was I lost it. I lost it reading those. For the for the kids out there, and I seen this when I was in college too, because I'm a bit older when I went to college. But for the young kids out there that use Wikipedia as a reference <laughs> for actual for, for facts, let me tell you what I did. And this was this was absolutely true. I did this in my second year of my bachelor's degree in business. And someone was doing a report, and they were doing oral report, and one of their citations was Wikipedia. So I looked up there, and I seen what he was talking about, and it was like um, something with Greyhound buses or something. I don't remember exactly what it was. I went to that Wikipedia page. I changed something to put it ridiculous. I, I changed it from like uh, 
that said it takes one to or it takes one to twenty three passengers for this part. I changed it to like seventy to six million passengers, something ridiculous. <laughs> and I said, "Why don't you pull the page up now to see how how accurate this is?" And he pulled it up. And said, well, this isn't wrong. I just had this. Like I know Wikipedia is not a reference, guys. You have to go outside further than that. Um, so to see that, yeah, that brings it full circle for me. That's oh brilliant. my god, dude! The MMA guys on Wikipedia are. Brutal, yeah. and I get I see it come up in my feed all the time because I, I so many people that I follow that are just MMA people. Yeah, um, that's uh, my timeline, man. It's so great. I love it. I love it. Um, with Eddie being a one and done champ, yeah, he, he's not going to get a, a, a rematch. No. no, 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 no. Um, not for a while. Not till he beats some people. You know, I, I should say not going to get an immediate rematch. Um, and Connor now has two belts. Yeah, do we want conflicting to, reports from data? Six months ago, he'll have three belts. Yeah, and, and yeah, we can conflicting the, the, reports you know, from you data. Tyrone Woodley can even the belt on Saturday night, so he'll have his his two belts. They had an interaction. When, when those two meet, he's going to be taking Tyrone's belt. Yeah, that was Tyron's belt that they brought him in the cage. Yeah, because they had to have the visual. Yeah, you know, he should have had his team brought his bring his old belt to the cage. You know, his forty five belt. Why not? I'm surprised they didn't have that thing all set up ready to go just in case. They should have. That was that was on them. But I think that he said they were expecting the UFC to have his new belt. Yeah. Well, yeah, the new one fifty five belt, but you know, you want your forty five one two to bring your own, bring your own just in case. What does it hurt? Right, you know, but conflicting reports from Dana on the on the pre on the uh, presser the pre-fight stuff. Dana says Connor can't hold two. We'll take one off him. Post-fight show, he says if he what do you, how do you say it, Jeff? He said if he can if he will defend it, they'll they'll let him defend a forty-five. Yeah. So if he if he's going to defend it, they're giving the opportunity to anyway. I. That's perfectly fine with me. I've been saying, and we can we'll get probably more into like the, the whole fifty five situation. But I've been saying since the fight got over that he's it's he's going to fight Aldo again at forty five. Because he wants because he wants to hang on to it. Yeah, he wants to hang on to it. You've already put the division on hold for a year. There's not really any other fight to do with Aldo because you got uh, Holloway's tied up right now with Pettis coming up. You're not going to do a rematch on Aldo and Frankie. No. And, uh, no, no, no need to at this point. No, there's not. Aldo's the interim champion. Yeah, you got you to gotta, you gotta unify you know, it. You got to unify those belts. He became a uh, an interim champion when the other when the champion was perfectly healthy to defend. He just didn't want to. Right. So he's got to. Or just say, fuck it and give it a back. Yeah. You know, I don't want, I'm going to stay at 55. I'll I, don't see here. Him, I don't see him doing that either. Not till he... I don't see him giving back anything. No. This is mine. No, he ain't giving shit back. He ain't giving shit back. They keep they keep saying that they're going to, you know, he's going to go to 70 and fight Tyron, but Tyron's got enough shit, and we can talk about that too. There's enough There's enough things going on there at 170 that yeah. it's... It yeah, 155 is tied up for, I mean, not yeah, officially, but... The, the you know one two three guys are gonna end up by fighting each other. Seventies tied up. The, the logical place for him to go is to one forty five. Just by looking at 
Who's uh, who is freshest ready to go? Well, the fifty-five guys are gonna have to fight because he's gonna go to forty-five. Yeah, so they yeah. got they're gonna have to you know at least stay active in that and uh, fight each other for an eliminator. Unless they both try to pull you the know. no no strap no scrap. Well, do you see Habib came out today yep. on, on Twitter? Yeah, he basically yep. did pull. He did. Out, like, if you don't, if I don't get my title shot, I'm going elsewhere. Yeah, trying to pull the Jose Aldo. Here's the thing that I don't want to see happen, and as if because I, I want Tony and Habib to fight. I think that's the fight that makes the most sense. Oh, man, it sure does. Yeah, it makes the most sense. It really does. It, we already got screwed out of it, but I don't think Habib's going to want to do it because he wants the, the title. Yeah, uh, they may try to do Tony and Eddie just because uh, Eddie's Eddie's going to want a chance after after a couple of weeks. Eddie's going to want a chance to get his belt back. He knows he's not going to get the immediate rematch. Yeah. And I don't see Tony wanting... Tony's not going to be able... He can't afford to sit around and wait. No, he can't. He's not at that stage where he, he can pull that kind of power move. No. Uh, if they offer him Alvarez, he's going to he's gonna jump on it. Yeah. And the, the, Nate, the Nate fight doesn't make sense. He's at four. Alvarez at three. Yeah. I uh, mean, they could do Nate and Tony, but I don't think... I don't think Nate's going to fight anybody. I don't anybody. think Nate needs that Nate's fight. not fighting anybody not named Conor McGregor right. anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, that, that, that could be a fun title fight to make right there. It'd be Conor and Nate for the I don't belt. want it right now. The match. I don't want it. There's no need for it yet. It's too soon. It's too soon. I don't need three fights from those two in a year. Yeah, your, your, your point I mean, don't get me that. wrong. I want to see it. I do want the rematch, but Give me another now. year in between. Yeah. Give me, wait till they make a lot of money out of it, but yeah, like you said, they get... For the fans, they're going to want to see something fresh and something new. Yeah, they yeah. definitely do. Uh, um, I wouldn't mind seeing him be walking in there and getting knocked out in 30 seconds by Connor. Yeah. Because after Saturday night, like, he, I went back and like, we were talking and I, I didn't think he, he like, yeah, I thought he was impressive, but I didn't think it was as impressive as you were saying, the Jeff. And I went back and I watched it and I was, I did uh, flip this, uh, flip this twitch on how I thought, but Johnson's left, left hand, Hurt Habib. Oh, he's definitely. Yeah, yeah. There's chance he got. If Conor lands that left, the the fight's over. There's definitely holes. Um, But, yeah, and Conor is the king of exploiting holes. You know, he's done that for so long. He sees one hole. And if he wants to get a grapple, he has to get him just a little close, and that's that's where Conor likes it. As for this fight, Eddie is. uh, Eddie's going to have to work himself back up there. It's going to be a while. Connor, he can do whatever the fuck he wants, I guess. Well, I guess he can go wherever the hell he pleases. And, I, I um, really like 45 has got to be next, though. It's got to be next. How long do we see How long do we see him, though? He's got to defend that. Oh, he's by, pretty fresh, right? He's no, but I mean, okay. This one? The, next logical, the next logical event is 208. Cause he's not, or 209, I mean, because he's not going to fight in Vegas. No. So... You put him on Brooklyn, but that's March. That's right around when his kid's going to be born. Is he going to want to be trying to train and fight right before D's going to give birth? Maybe. Well, I, thought, I thought it was May for the, for the Yeah, I think day. it's May. He was confused, but I'm pretty sure yeah. it's March. That's what everybody else kept saying. Well, they're going to outside the Brooklyn. The Brooklyn cards are pretty. Isn't that one right around St. Patrick's Day too? I don't know. I you just know Connor fighting near St. Patrick's Day in New York. I think it's like March 9th or something like that. Yeah, that would make uh, a lot of sense. So to keep to put him on that card, it does make sense. But if, if the baby's not due till May, 
but I'm pretty sure it's March because that's what he, he kept saying March, and then he corrected himself, said May. Wait, no, and then like I think John said something about March when he was on the MMA. That's the beginning of March too. So I mean, he might be able well, to get Well, they were also that. saying that she was two months pregnant, and she didn't like for that bump. That oh, she ain't two months two pregnant. Months. She's way more. Unless than two there's months. twins. Yeah. I mean, that's just, uh, <laughs> Maybe Eddie was right. Maybe Eddie. she is having two kids. <laughs> he, has, he has got his story kind of mixed up. Oh, man, Eddie's awesome. So, I, I don't know. I guess it just kind of depends on... Well, I, I mean, we're not going to get any answers to the whole WMGI or WMEIMG time. We're not going to get any answers till next year. Yeah. And, you know, bottom line is we won't see any answers for several months. Can we just set up a, a fight in Ireland out of... At a football stadium for Conor McGregor and Jose Aldo to do it right now. No, because like, they they would sell out at Croke Park. That thing would sell out eighty thousand people in. If you're under doing, hour, I guarantee. dude, if you're doing Croke Park, fuck it and save that for Nate. You do Croke Park in the, in the, when it's warm. You know, yeah. you don't do Croke Park in the middle of winter. Oh, they freeze their balls off. Yeah, I could just fight out there. Right. So if, if he fights in March, if he fights at 209 at 145, I mean, Crow Park's just a dream. That's a dream scenario. Everybody, everybody like, that I, I, I seem to, like, listen to about it from Ireland don't think it's ever going to happen. The Irish government's just not really on it. They're not having it, huh? Yeah. So that's the way it sounds. <clears throat> Between the talking... The talking brawls guys and the severe MMA guys. Okay. Um, but you know anything could happen. They said New York would never happen either. They said so. New York would never happen. Look what we did. But yeah, I think I think to your point, um, Ryan. Though, if if you want to do Croke Park, save that shit for. Save that save shit for the big one. Save it for the big one. Yeah. Um, yeah. As for this fight, what do you guys think? Was it a good fight? Oh, definitely exciting a good fight. fight. It was one of the. It was up there in the top five most dominant uh, championship performances from a challenger. I mean, I don't know if, like, if you guys saw like, what I put on Facebook, but they had the picture of Connor basically going full Muhammad Ali, dropping the hands, but going one step farther and putting his hands right behind his back and holding them. Well, you know, and, do, do you and, know the story and, and behind Eddie still, that? Eddie still can even swing to that. Do you, like, he... Like, his performance was so good. Like, he knew Eddie in the out going to like so well that he knew everything about it. Like, every shot he landed was precise. His defense was perfect. He the only thing he ate, I think, was like maybe a, a sh- like one or two shots to to the head, and then mostly just lame body shots. Like Connor's performance was like like just one of the top five all time, probably. Did you do you know the story about? Behind why he was doing that whole thing with his, holding his hands behind his back and stuff. No, I haven't heard it. No, okay, so so when Kavanaugh was on the MMA hour, he's talking about because there was a picture of Connor doing it in training too when he was fighting with Artem Lobov. Well, okay. s- something happened in the Nate fight. He um, he damaged his like his right index knuckle. Like it was bad. It's it, it's just been bothering. It bothered him in the Nate fight. He did damage to it, and it hasn't healed up right. So, like, he kept having problems with it through training and stuff. Not anything, like, where it was close to pulling out of the fight, but it was just a nagging thing where they'd have to, you know, reset it all the time and whatever. Well, he, right. he started 
holding his hand behind his back, like grabbing onto his right hand as kind of like a reminder to not throw the right hand so much. Okay. So it, it, it wasn't like a mocking thing he was doing to like tease Eddie or, you know, to, to, to mock him or be a dick. It was, it was like literally just what he had trained himself. Just like a setting thing. Yeah, to just remember, hey, don't grab a hold of the right hand. Don't grab yeah. a hold of the right hand. Without that story, though, just looking at it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Him, looked like a complete yep. just being a dick. Absolutely. You know, when you get, when you get the context of it, it's, it's pretty the awesome. The talk and the hands, it was, it, like I said, it reminded me of Muhammad Ali, 100%. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But once once Kavanaugh them came out with the story, it's like, oh, you know what? That makes sense. Yeah, because the, the picture sense. surfaced the next day because uh, it was like yeah. Esther Lane from MMA fighting or whatever, whatever Ariel works for, um, she got a, that really good shot from behind of him doing it. Yep. And then the the side by side came out the next day of him and him and Ar- or Artem had posted it. Yep. And then they put the side by side of him doing it together. And yeah, and the, the, the story behind it, you know, when you get the context, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool thing. Like, eh, you know, you're just doing something it's, to try to remind yourself of that. Worked. Yeah. You know, he did it in training yeah. and it worked in the fight. Yep. Yep. Well, we'll see what happens with these cats, huh? Because it's, uh, uh... Oh, yeah. Sky's the limit for Connor. Yep. Yeah, the sky's the limit, and it's all on Connor's turns at this point. Uh, moving on to our fight of the night winner. Uh, one hell of a fight for the welterweight wow. title. Uh, Wonderboy yep. and Woodley battle to a draw, much to my chagrin. And, and much to Bruce Buffer's confusion. Yeah, well... Yeah. The buffer came back. The buffer told him it was wrong. Buffer said this. They is, had this wrote is, it on the court. The scorecard wrong. Yeah, they, they said this yeah. is not. This is not how it's. You know, this is not how it's supposed to be. And they wrote it down that way and said, you know, this is how it is. Read it. Fine. That's what took him so long to go in the cage. And then he had to come back out. And he's like, guys, this is fucking wrong. Uh-huh. I'm gonna correct this. So you might as well figure it out here. And they corrected it. And he came back out and, and did Steve Harvey style. And had to you know reannounce yeah. it. You know. <laughs> But either way, either and announcement. Trying to talk Tyrone Woodley off the ledge when oh that first buffer came back in. Woodley looked so bombed. He looked like he's his, like I lost. I lost. He didn't lose. He didn't lose. Like, like his like brother. They trying to calm like to him same? down. Like oh my god, you know Woodley is standing there and it looked like his cat just got killed. I mean, he looked so bummed yeah. out. <laughs> you know, it was it was so bad. I was like, dude, you just put on. An amazing performance. Wonder Boy was like the Wonder Boy's like, yeah, man, we, let's do this again. Yeah. This was awesome. And Woodley was just like, oh, I'm so sad. Yeah, he thought he was getting his yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rogan's like, brother, it's cool. The points are still the same. It's good. You know? uh, and then I can't yeah. even. I couldn't even tweet Tyron to congratulate him because he blocked me on. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing what happens when you harass the guy too much. The funny yeah. thing is, is like I think it was like right after. Uh, you liked some of those tweets on Thursday night after or Friday morning or whatever after we talked about him on the show, and then I yeah, heard. Yeah, yeah. So then I hear about him and Connor getting into it on Twitter. I'm still good. And I go to find him. Yeah, yeah. Of course you were good. You you weren't as persistent about it as no, I was. I had like one or two. Oh yeah, mine was like for <laughs> points. It was like one or two a week. Yeah, no, I didn't go on that long. But uh, yeah, he. So it was like some point I went to go like read the tweets and stuff between him and Tyron, and Tyron's tweets were unavailable to me. <laughs> so I was like, "What is going on?" So I go to look him up, and he blocked me. He straight up blocked wow. me. Yeah, man. I don't know if I've ever been blocked by anybody on Twitter. Yeah, kind of sucks. 
Yeah. Ah, I'm kind of proud of it, actually. I'm, uh, I'm, actually, I'm actually pretty proud of being... Billy to the North. In order to get blocked from someone on Twitter, like, you've got to really get under their skin. Yeah, man. That's, yeah. Why, that's why I'm blocked and, by Michael Cole. This is the UFC welterweight champion, and he couldn't take any more review. Yeah, you know, I kind of felt like in the post-fight presser he was talking to me. Because he, he kept bringing up people on social media and stuff. And uh, and this one guy, Jeff Shanahan, you punk, just started calling you out. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i totally, totally blocked by Tyron Woodley. And the last person to block me was Michael Cole. And I, I dog on him for years on how, on how horrible he is in the same way. <laughs> I mean, I, I hammered him. I was like, brother, you are no Jim Ross. You suck. I can do better than you. Go die. I mean, all kinds of ridiculous die. crap. You know? <laughs> and one day I went back to do it again because he screwed up uh, He screwed up calling it move. I was like, all right, that's it. Every time Cole made a, a smallest little hiccup, I was jamming him. And I went back. I was like, why can't I? Oh, he blocked me, the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I was. I wanted to tweet him something, and and he blocked me. I was like, "What? Come on, man! You sensitive bitch!" I, I think this went off enough to get blocked. I have to work on that. I, I I honestly was pretty proud of it. Like as soon as I discovered it, I screenshotted it and sent it to you guys. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Man, whatever. Mission accomplished. I pissed him off enough. It's fine. Too bad it wasn't enough to frustrate him out of losing the fight. <laughs> He's in there. Wonder Boy's coming forward. He's saying, God, that Jeff guy's just so mean. Whack, whack. You notice how conscious he was of those shits coming across his face, though. Yeah. Maybe all those tweets where I told him Wonder Boy was going to kick him in the jaw might have worked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. You know what? This fight ended up in a draw. Yeah, uh, um, Controversial, kind of ish, a bit, only, ish. Only because the the scoring wasn't consistent yes. from the judges. No, initially I was upset. I mean, outside of knowing the score of the fight, like the actual judges' scores, whether they gave him ten nines or how they scored the round. Wonder, I had Wonder Boy winning three rounds two. That's what I had. Wonder Boy won. Uh, Wonder Boy won round two, three. And five, in my opinion. Factually, not in my opinion. Yeah, he did. Um, they were, a couple of them were close rounds. Uh, I was upset at the draw at first, and you know, immediately I'm in the group like, this is fucking bullshit. Uh, Wonder Boy got hosed. I went back and watched the fight again Sunday. I've watched it five times now. Uh, at work and whatever, just uh, five times I've watched it through. Definitely have softened my, my thoughts and stances on it. I thought originally and even through the first couple of viewings that you could argue that Wonder Boy, the round four should have been a 10 9 the way that Wonder Boy finished. I definitely since backed off on that statement and it's, it's clearly a 10 8. I could see arguments how that saved it from being a 10 7, but it was obviously it was a 10 8. My problems with the judging is twofold. The one judge that gave the fight to Woodley and had him winning round three or whatever, one, three, and four or whatever it was, what the fuck? Yeah. Especially yeah. round three. Especially round three. Definitely. Two, I could say, okay, that was, you know, they were both kind of, Wonderboy was still a little tentative to throw things, but he was countering really well. Yeah. Tyron really didn't do much either. 
So I could see maybe if you wanted more to get of that an argument, more that. of an argument for that. But three? Not no, a chance. not no a way. chance. No, absolutely not. So, and the other one was the judge that gave a ten eight to round one to Woodley, but then wow. didn't. But then gave a ten nine in round four. How is that yeah. possible? I, I don't know. Where's man. The, there's no consistency. And I had people on Twitter trying to argue with me about it because I asked Big John. Big John was doing like an Ask Big John thing, and I was oh, like, yeah. did you have that as a 10-8? And he said, oh, yeah. And then somebody brought up about it, the 10-8 in the first. Or no, I said something about it. I was like, how, did, how could anybody have given that a 10-8 in the first? And this guy tried to argue with me about it. And okay, 55-1 to was the striking in the first round. Okay, fine. But without even just looking at the statistics and looking at the strikes... There was a lot of body shots that weren't doing any damage. None of them were yeah. fight-ending body shots. He a lot of those like hammer fists when he had them in the uh, in the like foot on hip position where he was just hammer fisting them down. Those weren't really doing anything. He was just busting them in the, in the abs. Box, you, you, that's Rocky training right there. Sit yeah. getting punched in the oh, abs. Right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, he kicked in the abs. Yeah, yeah. I've seen his stuff where he was right. kicked in yeah, the his abs. Dab kicks, you know. Yeah, it's taking uh, uh, bow staff to the abs. Yep. You know? Some of the shots to the body, uh, like the, to the to the side and, and you know the, the ribs area and stuff like that. That time was dude. Okay, sure, but the, the strikes he was trying to throw on top at that point, Wonder Boy was blocking. He wasn't making contact. He missed a lot. Yeah, it's no, it's one thing about total strikes, but what was what was significant right. there? That's the number to look at, not just total strikes. Because he can sit there and jab at his gloves all day long, and that's a straight. I think shot. it was like twelve. You know, and twelve is not. That's, mm. A takedown in twelve, and, I, and don't quote me on the number. I could be wrong. Yeah. But a takedown in twelve significant strikes is not a ten eight round. No, absolutely no, not. not at all. No, if that was fifty five significance, absolutely, or even you know, uh, thirty five or whatever, maybe, but. No, the, there wasn't enough done in the first round to, to call a 10-8. No. Um, and even the takedown, like his, his dominance on top was impressive, but the takedown itself wasn't. It wasn't no. like he came in, you know, faked a, did a faint and took a shot. He caught a kick. Yeah. He caught a kick and was able to hold, hold on to his foot and, and take him down. And that was probably the best way to take down a kicker. For sure. You know, right, for sure. Yeah. Uh, this is someone that's going to throw... Uh, a significant amount of kicks is uh, that's probably in the game plan. It's like look for that and take him off his feet because that's where his danger is. Um, and when he was on his feet, Wonder Boy hit a lot of great strikes. Uh, he, he showed a lot of creativity in, in his strikes, catching Woodley off guard. Something he wasn't aggressive as, as aggressive as I've seen him with other fights, and I think. When you're talking about a title fight, when you're going for that belt, you have to be a bit more aggressive. And I don't think we've seen that. I think he uh, and was a little too reserved. we've seen that with other guys, too, that when they make that climb, they look like they're unstoppable. They're going to get that belt, and they're going to be the one that holds it for years and years. But then once they get that title shot, they do take a step back in their attack. They don't necessarily do exactly what they did to get them there. And it's like I was fully expecting Wonder Boy to win knockout, no problem. And he, well, like his, his, the shots looked good, but it, like like the like you said, Dave, like it it looked like something was a little off I, on he, his striking. Definitely yeah. his kicks, especially. He got tentative after that takedown. Yeah, very after that takedown, it made him very tentative. He didn't really do a lot of leg kicks anymore. 
He he tried to go up high a couple of times, but Tyron blocked it. Where he should have focused and where he was doing damage was body kicks. Absolutely. He caught yeah, that one yeah. spinning body kick towards the liver area that landed flush. That one hurt him. He got another one with like a side kick to the to the yeah. side that it's, Yeah, coming out of the horse stance. Yeah. Popped but, him. Yeah. That that's where shot. he should have kept kept trying to strike with him kick wise was trying to take that body because he was doing damage. That's that spin kick with the heel hurt Woodley. Yeah, uh, they they do a, a rematch for this fight, and I think uh, I saw more from Wonderboy in this fight that would tell me that he his nerves would be a little bit more calm in a rematch, and he would probably that he would run right through Tyrone. I, I, I don't know, man. Tyrone looked like well, Tyrone just looked like regular Tyrone. Like he got his belt uh, from the knockout. And he didn't like the only, the only thing I'll say about uh, Tyron Woodley that was really impressive to me was the stamina. The fact that he actually went twenty five minutes and was still able to stand at the end of the fight. For sure. If uh, I wish that the thing that the thing about the rematch, I want to say that, that that I think Wonderboy would learn from it and he would steamroll through him. But at the same time, I think Tyron might have learned from it too and try to implement his wrestling game more. He yeah, didn't, he didn't yeah. really, I mean, he only, you know, he was one of one. He was one of one. One of one. That's, um... And we haven't seen, you know, we were talking about Henderson early on. We haven't seen uh, Tyrone use his wrestling as much uh, as we used to. He's another guy that kind of discovered the power and ran with it. And he could, he could probably surprise a lot of guys going back to uh, his wrestling. Woodley's at Rufus Sport, right? He splits time uh, with Rufus and ATT. I think. ATT, right. Yeah, that's right. Did I don't even know if he's training at ATT anymore I don't know now. If he is. I think he's. I, think I know he's, he's at Rufus Sport because Duke was in the corner, but I want to say no, 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 no. He just doing ATT because Dean Thomas was in his corner too. Okay, all right. So he left. He, that's when he started at Rufus Sport was because he was going to fight Robbie in there in the same camp. So he went up to start training with Duke. Oh, right. I remember that. Yeah. But yeah, he split his time between St. Louis and, and Milwaukee. Milwaukee and uh, maybe did a little work with Florida or he just had Dean come up to work with him in St. Louis. I'm not sure. If these two guys were to fight again, I would still pick Thompson to win. I probably would too, but I would be... Maybe not as uh, adamant or not as confident. No, but I would still talk as much shit to Tyron Woodley yeah. if I had the opportunity to, just because I can't stand him. Yeah. Why are those yeah, sunglasses on? He wouldn't be able to get under his skin like that fire that he needed. He don't like to show when he gets his eyes busted up, because his face was busted up, and that's why he wore those sunglasses. Yeah, and, and Thompson didn't give a fuck. His shit was busted up, too, and he just walked in there happy as hell. He was so yeah. he, was, he was in such a great mood after that. You know, even in a draw or a majority draw, is that what it was? Technically, majority draw. Technically, majority draw. Yeah, majority draw, yeah. Um, and he was, he was excited. He was happy to be, you know, he was happy to be there. Woodley looked down. He was constantly, you know, staring down, not happy to be there at all. I mean, um, just way, two different personalities, uh, two different fighters. And you know what? Good on Thompson because he's going to. He's going to continue to, to challenge for that belt, even if he has to come. Back, if he loses to Woodley and has to come back down, he's still going to start tapping people down there and move right back up to the championship right, spot. Right, yeah. So yeah. here's here's the big question for this one: Do they do the immediate rematch? Yes. Okay. So you're I just going to leave Damien out? Yes. 
Okay. Only because it was a draw. I, I want to see Damian Maya get the shot. I think Damian Maya has earned it, but I think yes. you know the UFC always tries to go for that that money thing. We've talked before that Damian Maya is not a draw. After that fight, I think they can get a lot more eyes using that one as a main event on a on a card somewhere. Only because I only say it because it was a draw. Um, try to capitalize on that. I don't disagree. You know? I just tired of seeing Damian Maya get hollowed. That sucks, yeah. dude, because I love watching Maya. I love watching him fight. Yeah, oh, it, it's a thing of beauty when he gets in there. Gets a hold. Because you know once he gets a hold of someone, it's just a matter of when. I love listening to the crowd boo because they're not getting that, that highlight reel knockout with him. They're getting this beautiful piece of artwork that needs to be savored and enjoyed. Because well, I'm, just sitting it's, back I'm like, oh, it's like a drug. And I'm like opening my vein. It's like, yes, take the neck. Oh, it's so beautiful. You know? But we can sit and watch no gi jits. Yeah. And not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I absolutely. love high-level jits, dude. Right. I watched Dylan Dennis and fucking Gary Tonin grapple today on YouTube. Just because I was like, I wonder Tony's if Dylan Dennis and, and Gary Tonin have ever gone at it. Sure as shit, last year, wow. 2015 ADCs. Great match, too. Tonin leg-locked him, but Dennis got out of one. It was so deep. So deep. I'd book this one again. Yeah, oh, I would, too. I, I would book it again, and I would do it in Brooklyn. Good spot. Yeah? Yeah, to so send it right back. Yeah, several months to, to let him heal up. And, yeah, send it right uh, back yeah, to I'd New York. Like, go 209 right back to Brooklyn. Perfect. I'd take that all day. Uh, that was only that was only uh, two of thinking uh, about um, you know GSP being the like, the kingpin for so long. It, going from his last fight, we, like the like six of the seven welterweight title fights. You're looking at GSP Hendricks, the Hendricks Lawler one and two. Um, was it uh, Lawler and, and uh, McDonald Condit uh, McDonald? This fight here. Like, Welterweight divisions had a lot of amazing title fights, really, in the past three years. It's probably been like one of the best divisions for title fights. Oh, it's, it, I mean, Robbie, Robbie alone, and that's kind of, I think, I was talking about this today with my coworker about Woodley. Woodley's little bitch fit about no strap, no scrap, and all this shit put him in a really prime position to just kind of sit back, train, watch Robbie go through these Fucking wars. Yeah, monster yeah. wars. Holy wars. Yeah, fight of the year. Yeah. It's kind of stuff. I mean, in both Hendricks fights, the second McDonald fight was a war. Oh, the Condit fight was an absolute yeah, war. Yeah, that was a war. Yeah. And then... standing. Robbie put on some of the best fights in, in a, a title fight uh, scenario in a long time. Yeah. Had such amazing just battles. Insane battles. And I, I think I think Woodley just kind of caught him at the right moment, coming yep. off with just too much. Yeah. Not to say, I, and, I, and I don't. Obviously, it just takes one shot to finish a fight. But, but, drag that out, Robbie. Robbie would would just. I think he would destroy Tyron Woodley. I don't think. Yeah, Robbie was one of those guys that the the more punishment he took, yeah. the later the round. The stronger the fight yeah. went. It's like he was just getting pissed off. That he was getting hit. He's like, "All right, I'm gonna, try. I'm just gonna wrap this one up now." Look, yeah. he got. I mean, he got the brakes beaten off of him for four rounds by Rory. Yeah, and look, he yeah. didn't have a lip left. Well, he had three lips. Dink right on, like, the perfectly placed shot right on that broken nose, and that was it. That was nasty. That was pretty nasty. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. We book 
book it again, but like you were saying, yeah, that was only the second title fight. Our, our, we actually had our first. Yeah, the very first title fight, man. First That's title amazing. fight in in Madison Square Garden. The first women's title fight in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that first straw weight. First, first a lot of first. First, you know, first everything. We, we talked about it last week on the show. This was a, a great fight. Well, a great fight for Ioana. Oh, she put on a clinic. Yeah, she even, really, like even Car- Carolina, like she, you know, she did come through you know, a lot, uh, more than a lot of people thought she would. Like mm, when she, nah. so, I mean, she she was never in a, the threat to to win the fight, but after the damage she took early on, she still came back later on. I mean, and she landed some pretty decent shots there on, on Joanna. She caught her with one good shot. I remember one good shot. It was like, oh, she got a her there. I thought, okay. Like you, I thought a little, like you said when you flipped on the on some of the other fights or whatever. I I kind of was feeling the same way. I thought Carolina caught her and had her in more trouble than she did. Right until until Monday because I didn't even I didn't even re- rewatch this fight again until I think when I actually rewatched the whole main card. I think Sunday it was just Woodley Thompson again and then McGregor Alvarez before football started. But right. uh after listening to Yuan on the MMA Hour and her saying, you know, I was only really in trouble for about 20 seconds, and I went back and watched the fight again, and literally it was about a 20-second window before she came back and she was landing bombs. Right. Yeah. You know? I, I honestly, I, I was a little bit under-impressed with Carolina's performance. Not that she didn't put on a good fight. Right. But I'm not screaming for a rematch like she was, no, uh, you no. know. No, I didn't think, put on that kind of performance. I think Yuana did everything that I said Yuana would do in yeah. this fight, and all the holes that I had been seeing in Carolina's game from studying her, Yuana picked apart. Definitely. And the the what Mike Brown has been able to do with her in the short time she's been at ATT, from the fighter that she was to what she looked like in this fight, was incredible. She she looks. Better, stronger, smarter, more dangerous. She's not more dangerous as far as finishing, but just how bad she is. Like she is. What do you What do you guys do with her now? Here's the that, that is the problem, man. Because 15's kind of a mess. You got Claudia fighting Saturday against an unranked Courtney Casey. That's not that's your number one contender. That's not really getting you anywhere. If I'm Sean Shelby and and I'm looking for a fight for Joanna, I'm gonna go with Jessica Andraj. Okay. I think that's Rose is not ready. Paige's book. Paige's book and, and she's not the, ready. The only the only benefit Paige gives you is she's popular. Popular. The popularity. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was she's, gonna she's say that that needs that fight against someone like Paige who will draw eyes to that kind of fight or else she's looking at going back to defending on, on the fight pass poll and cards. Yep. But Paige is booked. Paige has some Paige is fighting Watterson and yeah. and a cup at uh Oh yeah, that's right. Now. Her and Watterson are headlining a fight night. Right. Coming up soon. Uh, Is that the one in Sacramento? Yeah. Yeah, it's Sacramento. Yeah, they're loading that one up with all the other male fighters. Yeah. Holy shit, Eddie Wyland. Wow, that's what you haven't seen for a while. And Eddie Wyland sighting, wow. 
Against Mizugaki. My man, Moontassery. Uh, Barberini. Yeah, I haven't seen Barberino in a while either. Uh, I haven't even really looked good at this card. Good free card, man. A pretty good card for... Uh, you know, a Fox card. Yeah, I get to watch Mickey beat up Sage. It's going to be great. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right that fight. Alan, <laughs> Alan Jopin. Oh, yeah. Jopin and Perry. Mikey Perry. Platinum. These guys have been talking... Perry's been talking so much shit to so many people on Twitter lately. The dude's got a big mouth. Big mouth. The karate hottie. I am excited for to watch this fight just because it's two really, really beautiful women. But that's about what... I mean, what else you get in July? You, you don't, man, because the problem is, is like, Paige ain't ready. She's a year nope. or two out from even being close to sniffing ready. Yep. Grasso, who yeah. is probably your next big star that you're going to start building, she's, the next she's not thing, ready. You know? Washington's not, not ready either. If she gets past Paige, she obviously still got a road to climb. If she gets past Paige, then that even reduces Paige even further. If you're the UFC, the next face that you want as even a challenger to you on it is Paige Van Zandt. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that, right, that's, yeah. that's who you want right now. But after the dance with the stars and stuff, she's got the popularity. Right. She's got her. She's the else. name. She's the you name. Know, you want to feed her tomato cans of nothing else because you want her to wreck victories yep. to get up there. You want yep. to give her easy... Good fights. Waterson's not, Waterson's a, not that. No. Um, no, not at all. For my money, honestly, it's Jessica Andrade. She she was okay at, at Bantamweight. She was she was dangerous at Bantamweight. But she got caught in, in some in some. But she looks like a killer. Yeah. As big as she is at one fighting down at one fifteen. Who? That reminds me a lot of. It almost looks like we're going to look like the Ronda Rousey 2.0 with Yuan. Just going to keep on trucking through women, and then we're going to see the one fight where we're just uh, like, oh, I I don't want that. Don't don't compare it to Ronda. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, like, in the the ability scene, there's everyone here in line in front of her right now. She's going to be convincingly... Yeah, I, I mean, I don't have I mean, like, She gets she she gets Andrade. She beats her. Look at the names that we all that we, that we just said. There's, they, there's no confidence in anyone. No, the the best. I mean, unfortunately, she's up to one two zero on her. But the only other fight that will make sense is a, a rematch with Claudia. But I think, but I think you got to do justify it because of those. There were two very close fights. Yeah, I think she's got to fight Kovalevich first. She had a yeah. twi- Did she have a Sparza twice? Who? Joanna. No. She dispatched the Sparza so fast that the, the Sparza she once never so got it. She never got it. No, there's no reason to. No, she beat the bricks off of her so bad. Yeah, but she, you know, now she's ranked three, so you could, I mean, the Sparza's at number three, you could actually she's you ranked. Could justify uh, another fight. Oh, you absolutely of, could, but I don't think yeah. Carla Sparza wants that. Uh, I don't think she would sign that. Yeah, Cookie Monster could, you know. We could see that. You know, uh, you know she uh, don't want that. She don't want that. I don't think she does either, but I mean, uh, if you're UFC brass and you're uh, looking at... I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I just don't think she would sign for it. What did you say, Ryan? You're, Carlos Farley, I think she went like 0 for 8 on takedown attempts in that fight. Yeah, she looked got off. And because she you want one of the was taken down... She had never... She yeah, and was beaten a little bit on the ground. When she got the title fight, it was just like, okay, well, watch out for the wrestling. And there was, that was no wrestling in no, that yeah. for, for Carla in that fight. No, you want to take her up. And then it was stuff it, and then jab, 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 stuff it, jab, jab. Like, it was, I, I'd never need to see that fight again. Yeah, she just absolutely teed off on Esparza, but... Uh, 
as for who, you know, what's next for Ioana, is whatever the hell, you know, wh- honestly, whoever they put in front of her next, um, I, I don't think there's anyone in that division right now that I'm picking Ioana to lose to. She's got it right now. And that's, yeah. That's, you yeah. know. Andrade gives her and some. I'll, and I want to watch everyone her mm-hmm. fights on top of that. Andrade presents some, some the power being a thirty, being a bantamweight and coming down to, to one fifteen, she presents a lot of problems. I think um, you know she's a great wrestler too, and and stuff like that. But that's to me, that's the fight that makes the most sense because you don't want to. Rose ain't ready, you know. You're not throwing Rose out there. Not yet. No, not I mean Rose got beat by Kovalevich. Yeah. No, you can't justifiably give her a title shot not without yet. beating Kovalevich anyway. Yeah, she's got yeah. to get a few more victories. Uh-huh. Even ranked four, she's got to get at least a few more, a couple more victories. So I, I think, uh, you know, we'll see how long you want to off for. Kovalevich wanted the immediate, wants a rematch in Poland. I don't see any reason to do it outside right. of one lucky punch. You really didn't do much in the fight. No. So. Andrade makes the most sense to me. We'll see where they go with it. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you guys, either one of you, have anything final before we move just on. Just excited to see her fight again, no matter against against who. I don't care. I just love watching you on a fight. She's she's one of the one of my favorites uh, to, just to watch. Yeah, because um, you she know, puts on an amazing fight. They're so much fun. You know, she, she puts, yeah. You know, she's a, she's a, seems like an all in fighter, and I love all in fighters. Not one that reserves anything. She doesn't hold back. No, you know, she, she definitely does not. Hold she doesn't. Back. She doesn't Holy stay calm. Shit. If she's in front of you, she swings with everything she has every single round. I honestly I love those fighters. I will. I will tell you. I watching a lot of the, like the embeddeds and the things like that. I kind of got a little nervous about this fight um, for her. I, and I have said that Kova Kavis was I thought was going to be a tough fighter and a tough challenge for her, but, you know, the holes that she had in her game. But I have never seen Ioana so emotionally. Like, even against Claudia, watching her coaches. Yeah. I've never seen Ioana, like, so pissed and, like, fuck you. And, and like, yeah, they, had to break, they had to break them apart several times, and yeah. they got into it in a parking garage. After yeah. the <laughs> I honestly thought maybe the the... the she was going to break a little mentally because of how emotionally pissed she was. Uh, she went gangster. Did you guys well, see... Did you see her, her water bottle? I was just going to say that because I said yeah, that yeah, to you guys. Tense, those, yeah. With yeah. The, with the, with In the, two days, I, I get to fuck a bitch up and yeah. continue my dominant reign as 115 champion. Yeah, I've seen those. And when they were dumping in the extra protein, whatever it was, mm-hmm. the the uh, electrolytes, whatever they were putting in the smart water right, bottles. Right. Yeah, I seen those on there. I was like, wow, she is going. She's going gangster on her man. She just she she, she wants her in a parking lot. She wants you know she headbutted her on stage, and, uh, at the uh, the when they squared off at the pre flight thing. Yeah, she had she pom headbutted uh, Carolina right on stage. Yep. Uh, I mean, she was just she wanted to whoop her ass and didn't care where and. Uh, you know, anything that you want to does, I'm just I'm such a huge fan. It's amazing to watch her. And it's kind of sad to think, like what I, like what I mentioned last week, and the story kind of disappeared quickly with her talking about you know, getting ready to be uh, be a mother and not be wanting to fight anymore, and just silly. And like we're looking at someone in their prime already talking about walking away, possibly. And that's kind of like enjoy these fights right now because who knows when she's inside. Just I'm out. Yeah. Well, so that was also she kind of talked about. I heard. Um, Wanting maybe for the UFC to start to actually implement a 120 so she can, or a 125 or yeah, whatever, yeah. 
and go be a multi-way champion herself. Yeah. She's not going to do 135. I don't think she can make no, 135. No, she's too small for She's 35. not built for that. No, no but if, if she'd be perfect for 25, too. Yeah. So... And and you've got other fighters in that in fifteen that fought twenty five. Watterson fought twenty five. Yeah. Invicta. I think she was a cha- the champion at twenty five and Invicta made yeah. it wrong. So, the, the, we'll the see decision, if that's a possibility. It, a decision to, to do another weight class for the women in the USC one twenty five makes more sense than one twenty five. I was just going to yeah. say yeah because yeah. you've got your smaller bantamweights makes a lot that could cut down to twenty five. You don't have a lot of bigger. Bantam weights besides Cyborg. Right. You know, it'd be like three three women fighting. You know, it's Cyborg. We'll just beat them all up. Yeah, it's kind of like Gabby Garcia's weight class. <laughs> what? It, you, she's the woman that fights at eight, 185. That's ridiculous. Dude, Gabby Garcia is a Gabby monster. Garcia is a phenom. She's a, a monster. She's a scary... I have nightmares about her. Wake up. We're not Gabby. She scares the shit Jesus. out of me. Jesus. Uh, she she called the... Uh, she could call you all Romero. If they were running for some money. Yeah, they're probably on the same stuff. She probably she probably tapped him out. Oh, she's sucker in, but let him take like you know let him take her down and just lock him up. Speaking of Romero, speaking of Romero, Jesus God, what when, when what he, a finish! Wow, when he landed no, no, that hey, knee, hey, Jesus, you know when he landed that knee, I went, oh my God, why is dead? That did too. That's like my exact that words. Was, yeah, my actually my exact words. Oh shit, he killed him. He killed him. That what was exactly what he did dropped. You? Was I? I couldn't believe like when they had him like kind of sitting up and standing up, and I, I couldn't believe he was actually doing it. Well, he did. Uh, he did. Sorry. They say they say that like because like the the knee caught him in the side of the head, and then he busted his face on his own knee like pretty freaking hard. Yeah. And that may have oh. actually been what busted him open was his own knee and not Yoel's knee. Right. Because yeah, Yoel's knee didn't look. I mean, it, it looked terrible. But it didn't look like it could do the damage that you saw afterwards. So I think that could make sense well, like, with the impact of hitting himself down and slapping back up in that. That's because Weidman took a lazy-ass shot and had his head on the wrong side. The first thing I yeah. thought of when I see like someone going down for the shot and then a flying knee coming up is Cyborg Santos. Oh, yeah, man. shot that yeah, the MVP yeah. gave him. That's the first thing that I was like, oh, no. Like, this, if, if Weidman has... Anything like this, he's done, dude. It was kind of nice. I listened to, um, or have been listening to the Unfiltered podcast with uh, with Matt Sarah and Jim Norton and doing their breakdown. So it, it was kind of cool to get the take from Sarah, you know, being Weidman's coach. And oh, like, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, see, hearing, you know, the emotions and the things that they were feeling seeing that happen and shit. Like, it was kind of, yeah. it was kind of cool, like. But he even he was the one that that pointed out. He was like, you know, that only happened because Chris took a didn't even took a stupid shot. He just took a lazy shot and his yeah. head was on the wrong side. Yeah, because he'd been hit. That was the shot he was landing. You know, the whole time. I mean, obviously he couldn't hold you all down, but he was getting him. And if his head would have been on the correct side, that knee doesn't it, touch it doesn't him. touch him. It yeah, maybe you know, maybe catches him in the shoulder, shoulder maybe right. in the chest, or it completely misses him right. and he takes you all down. So, I mean, if it's some busts or candy and nuts, up. we'd all have a Merry Christmas, but... One mistake. That's all it takes. Yep. That's all it takes. I mean, with a guy he that can the watch... Because uh, of a guy, uh, with a guy like Yoel Romero, you, don't, you can't make any mistakes. No, well, it's not even the fact that Yoel can throw... It's not even flying these... He launches himself like a fucking rocket. Yeah. That's a 200-pound yeah. man by the time he steps into that cage. Did you see when he, when he and got... And you see that he does when he first gets in the cage. Yeah, backflips. 
So you're like, you're, like, like you look at him, you're like, nah, he can't do that. He's too big. And you we see can't. him, and you're like, Jesus, this is a different breed of athlete. When he took Wyman down, how easy he spun across him, took oh, his back. Oh, man, back. That's, that's, that's spin drill, baby. Beauty. That's yeah. just that's wrestling 101. Yeah, but you don't see that anymore at this level. Not not like that. Not from a two you know a 200 pound man plus that moved with such grace. And I hate the Walt Romero. But he that the way he spun and took his back was it was a thing of beauty. It was it was so so athletic the way he did it. He's know? he's absolutely by far the best wrestler in MMA. And I, I don't if I'm Michael Bisping, I'm not flipping him off for after that performance. You know, at first, my first initial reaction post is like, "Holy shit, Bisping's gonna die." Yeah, yeah, but. But Bisping's got a shot. He's got a chance. He's got a, everyone's got a fight he's, chance. He's got but a, I mean, yeah, I if anybody realistically, him. it's yeah. Bisping. Bisping can take a Bisping yeah. can take a beating. And I don't. Yeah, but I mean, you you look at at forty eight year old Dan Henderson rocked him twice. You are Romero. If he lands a shot like that, like being a little, a little bit younger but getting into the game later, he's gonna have more power behind those. But I think. I think Romero knocks Bisping out in the second round, and I'm a huge Bisping guy. I mean, he could absolutely. Sure. He could absolutely. But, I mean, here's the thing. Bisping's not going to be coming in for takedowns. And not lazy shots either. Right. Everything Bisping does, and it's it's full energy every single time, and he doesn't gas. And Bisping's distance. Never he keeps gasses. keeps distance. I yeah. mean, yeah, he gets sloppy sometimes with shit, but I can He's got see- a hell of a chin on him, too. He... You know, Yoel's yeah, never gone five. People lose their chin just like that in the past. Let me tell you something with Yoel. What about the water incident? Oh my God! I'm so. Yeah, how much longer are, people, are we going to let Yoel Romero cheat like this? Yeah. Did you watch the Rogan podcast? Yep. I, I I was just at that point where they were talking about it when I got here. I didn't watch it, but I'm listening to it. Basically, Rogan is sick of him too. Yeah, and he's cheating. How many? He basically says, and when you got the announcer. Say this is how how long are they going to let this man cheat in the UFC? Because it was flat out. Sarah, Sarah brought that up too. Yeah, he brought it up. He was like, you know, he was talking about how they were living in the corner. Chris was pissed. I seen Chris stand up. Said, "What the fuck, man?" Yeah. And he was pissed. He's like, "We're fighting or what?" And I mean, whatever he said to him. But you know, the water incident, the ice, the ice with incident, Jacare, not getting you know, off, the not school. getting off with Kennedy. He, he knows what he's doing, man. Ped use. I mean, he's and he just he just shrugs it off. He's like, eh, who cares? Gay Jesus, whatever. He's a, he, he's a he's a flat out cheat. He's a ped user. He's he's he cheats on all the the corner rules. I I pray to God someone Bisping whoever it is finishes him in in such a great fashion that he never gets we never see him again. I'm sick of him. I'm sick of the cheating. I mean, I'm right. it's in a lot of trouble because if, if he gets Bisbing and if Bisbing beats him, there's not a lot of fights. Not a lot of people might sit with time to fight him. He's going to be looking at fighting lower-level guys that aren't going to get him back into title contention. Good. And you're looking at a division that has oh, three, I think four, five guys fight that are, are worthy of a title shot right now. I think Jacare will fight him. Jacare wants that win back. Tim Kennedy will fight him again. I think Tim would take that fight in a heartbeat. Tim would take that fight you know? in a second. Um, and Jacare too, and I would pick Jacare to beat him. I think I'd pick Yoel to beat Kennedy. Just, you know, whatever it is. But I I'm picking, I love Jacare. I think he's a killer, man. Yeah, I, I he's do. outstanding. I, I think the best thing we have seen to do 
is you know, I was calling up I think they watching what he's done uh, with the, with the ice with the water <clears throat> with the um, with the stool all that stuff say, like, set up Jock Ravisbing just skip right over Romero that would be awesome I'd love it I'd love it you can't but I'd love it yeah, uh, I would. I would uh, like Jockery Bisbee too, but you can't. I think this is your number one contender right here. Without, without a yeah. doubt, man. I, I, you all is. I think maybe you could have had the argument for Jockery if him and uh, Rockle would have fought, and he'd be I think you can make the argument for Jockery Bisbee if they signed that fight before last Saturday night. Before, yeah, they would have before the result. If they had, of this. If they had that, they yeah. all signed up ready to go. Yeah, and make Romero wait. That would have been okay. That would have been okay, but not after, you know, and the bummer is, is, you know, I, I think Ryan Ryan and I both did this. I don't know if you did this, Jeff, but um, they had this, uh, Ryan put on his Team McGregor uh, thing for his Facebook page, mm. right, for his profile. Ryan put on Team McGregor, and I was looking for Team Weidman. I couldn't find one, so I had to go with Team Thompson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they only had the, the title fights the title on fights, for yeah. that uh, team thing. So the, the biggest bummer for me, man, is I'm such a huge fan of Chris Weidman. And he's he's suffered a couple losses now, and um, yeah, like, where does the guy like him go like, when he comes back from this uh, from the suspension, the injury, the injury suspension? Do you give him Rockhold too? Do you give him I don't Jock? know. Like, I don't know what we do with him because he's on he's on decline. And he, he's, is he though? He didn't. He it's not like he looked that, bad in the fight until that lazy attempt. He was, and it wasn't even really. I don't. I say a lazy, a lazy shot because I'm a wrestler. Yeah. It wasn't a lazy shot. It was just he shot and his head was on the wrong fucking it side. Was, yeah. It, it was wasn't, a mistake. It wasn't like he he could have set it up a little better, but it wasn't a terrible shot. I've seen way lazier shots taken. I think I I, I, I use the term I. I but I, I know what you meant. I just wanted to clarify for myself. You know what I mean? But, no, but yeah, but I mean, I mean, I meant it more like the way that you had said it as well. But yeah, I, don't I don't mean like he was just like laying there, just trying to get right, 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 right. It just was a, it just wasn't the best setup shot. Probably. It was a mistake. It was on the wrong side. You know, just but other than that, with the wrestling we've seen him use in that fight in the first round, Chris looked good until. The takedown happened. Yeah, and just, I don't even think that really fucked with him. It's just like, what are you going to do there, man? Like, just Joel like, is just you know, a beast. Yeah, just like he looked good until the spin kick with uh, the spin with kick. Rockle. I mean, he, he, yeah. he just makes one mistake, and then it falls apart. This but, is the consistent now. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm even saying in the second round, even in the second round before the third round. Because <clears> he, he, he won the first. Was winning the yeah. second. I think the takedown. You can. You can I think I had a one to one. Yeah, one to one. One to one third. But he was, he was looking fine. It's not like he looked bad in the performance. He, he got caught by a fucking rocket knee. Yes. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen like if he doesn't catch, if he doesn't get, get caught with that knee. I'd like to see how that third round actually does play I do because too. both guys utilize their wrestling. Their, in their style in the first and second round, and to see how that fight would have ended if he if he was able to actually get that takedown attempt. Well, it didn't, so nah, it yeah, kind of yeah, sucks, yeah, you know. Uh, way, uh, Weidman's going to be out for. I didn't see the official, but I would have to imagine at least at least they're going to uh, give him six. Months. It's four. Four months. Yeah, okay. I saw it today. So, and he can get cleared, obviously. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of potential things you could do for with Chris. I mean, you could do 
give him Anderson. So three. Yeah, you give him Anderson. Anderson three. Anderson three. I mean that that He's wouldn't make sense because I think I think they're gonna try to do Rockhold and and Jacare when Rockhold comes back. Yeah, that makes sense too. Um, you all will get the title shot. You could. I mean, depending maybe when he comes back, you could do Musasi Wiseman. Hall. He's fighting Hall this weekend, but by the time by the time he gets, don't care about Belfort. Brunson might be a fun fight. Brunson would be cool. Whitaker uh, could be interesting. Even Kennedy might be a fun fight. You know, yeah. he's down there a bit further, but Kennedy mm-hmm. Wyman could be a fun fight. Yeah, even Rashad, Rashad Evans. Couple couple uh, wrestlers going at it. There'd be a fun one. Yeah, uh, Rashad's got to crack into the. You know. I, Weidman don't want anybody outside of the top ten. Rashad doesn't even yeah, want eighty five yet. Sometimes anymore. these guys, though, sometimes they will go for like the big name too. Yeah, yeah but no, but Weidman needs fights that are going to help get him back up. He's on a two fight snide. Yeah. yeah, he definitely needs yeah. contenders. They need someone in the top, you know, ten top, to twelve, top ten yeah. for sure. Um, I, I don't disagree. I think the I think the fight with Rashad could be really interesting, but um, I don't think that I. I Anderson makes sense. Yeah, so, it's a name. Yeah, we'll see. It's a name. Damn history. It's a name, and it's finally Chris can finally put to bed the bullshit. Yeah, if he yeah. beats Anderson clean, he can finally put to bed all the bullshit of oh he got lucky in the first fight. Oh he broke Anderson broke his leg in the second fight. No, Chris broke, broke his, his leg, leg yeah. checking a fucking kick. Yeah. Weidman yeah. broke his leg. If Weidman didn't check that kick and just let it land, it doesn't break. It wasn't like a conscious decision. It to wasn't check like it. it was just some freak arm break with it blocking a kick. You know where you're right. like, oh, and you freak out and you kick and you break your forearm. No, that's a thing you practice over and over. Yeah. Especially, I, I, I've tempo. actually had debates with people for the better part of three years about that leg break. Like, oh, yeah, look at the leg break. Like, have you ever seen guys? physically train how to check a leg kick yeah, it's exactly. not it's not something you can just step in there i throw a kick you just put your leg no there, there is a natural technique behind it yep and people they they want they want they want to look at it as anderson kicked him his leg broke it was an accident fight ended i still use that picture sometimes to freak people out <laughs> the nice <laughs> leg snap yeah man yeah. you just kind of you were like, I mean, just looking at you dead constricting around over Weidman's leg there's no connection it's just laying there like an octopus leg I, I've had it in my photo gallery for that's awesome ever and <laughs> I can't ever bring myself to delete it every time I, I there it is every time every time I start deleting oh, photos it. out of it it's in there you gotta keep it I do. I do. I, I walk up to people like when the fight first happened. Yeah, check the for, forever. I'd be like, "You want to see something <laughs> fucked up?" Boom! And I'm like, ah, that's so. Awesome. When they finally realize where his foot is and where it's supposed to be, it's the like, best. Wait a minute. It's the best. This does not add up. It's the best. Ugh. We'll see so, what happens with those guys. So so nasty. Yeah, I I still I think Romero is going to get the shot. Whether. Bisbing doesn't want. Bisbing's already talking about pay per view numbers and how you will doesn't doesn't draw, won't draw, whatever. And he does have a point. I mean, how how are you gonna sell a fight with a guy that can't barely speak English? But Bisbing, uh, Bisbing versus Romero in Cuba. There you go. Yeah, and he's got this reputation too of you know a lot of, and I've seen a lot of. Uh, MMA fans talking about Rewall's reputation of being a cheater. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got this, he leaves this bad taste in your mouth. We're like, look at this, you know, not for the casual fan because they don't, you know, they haven't been in that deep to quite understand. All they see is, man, look at, he's a big guy. I want to see him fight. I don't, you know, that's what you get on the casual fan. I don't throw the pet things out much with him because 
he got cleared and everything like that. And the dude was an Olympic athlete. Tested, yeah. tested scrupulously by by WADA and stuff yeah. like that oh, for yeah. years. Definitely. So I never throw that the, the PEDs out as a cheating thing or whatever. But uh, definitely the the stools, the, the the ice, the water, that shit, trying to gain the extra advantage of a few like thirty extra seconds to catch my breath when I'm in trouble. If you know, if, if he didn't have all that extra stuff, I probably wouldn't even mention his pad pop. No. I, I mean, I wouldn't even bring it up. It would yeah. just, you know, it, it wouldn't even matter because uh, of what it was in the situation. Yeah, I mean, it got, it got it turned would, in and it was obtained, whatever, and retro. But uh, when I see all this other team, it's like, you know what? Maybe he did. I definitely, Maybe he did. I definitely will throw yeah. cheating around for for all the antics he pulls in the cage. He definitely cheats, and he knowingly cheats. Yeah. Yeah. One last thing about Romero before we move on. Um... What what did you guys think about uh about his translator? Man bun. Oh I think I told you guys right away that guy can leave. Super right creepy. Now. Super creepy. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I did not need him in there for for as long as he was in there for like he I didn't need him on the MMA hour I either. If I never if I never see him again, it'll be too soon. Yeah, I, I did, I, the dude creeps me out so bad, man. Like, I went, I rewatched, I couldn't watch it live, so I rewatched the MMA Hour on Tuesday because I wanted to see Kavanaugh, I wanted to see Joanna, and I even kind of wanted to hear what Tyron had to say. I completely skipped over everything with Yoel because of, <laughs> because of Creepy Man Bun Translator. Why are you the only dude in a suit? Why do you have a man bun? Like, dude, Ed... Anderson's manager and translator, he don't ever look all creepy and shit like that. I give credit to Joe Rogan for not fucking laying down an armbar on that guy. Oh, man. Like, I couldn't even figure out who that dude was. Like, when they when he walked to the cage and the whole team's with him and then creepy translator guy's there, I'm like, who is this date rapist? The only the, the when I first saw I mean not by appearance but just by like by the creep factor first time I saw him my first I was uh, the old WWF manager Harvey Wimpleman. Oh man, I remember Harvey Wimpleman. I do remember. That's like, my first thought. I was like, okay, this no, no. Even my even my wife goes, who's that guy? I'm like, not important. Not important, not important at all. Just just don't like just avert your eyes, children. Avert your eyes. Do not look at him. He may be the boogeyman. We don't know. Yeah, he was he was super creepy. Um, but yeah, that that I did want to touch on that a little before we moved on here to the the first fight that kicked off the main card. Um, yeah, because Joel's translator just creeps me out very much. You know, I, I I think I managed to block that out. Now I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. So thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. I that's my goal in life is to give you nightmares. <laughs> so let's we got one fight. This is the fight that kicked off the main card, the bantamweight division. Bria, Misha Tate took on Raquel Pennington and oof, man yeah it man. went basically the way that I thought it was gonna go you and I both I don't know yeah, don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't try to act like you were all alone hold on hold sir I forgot that you had her as well I, I think forgot I'm the one to pick Misha I may not be claiming her as my MMA wife but I have been blowing the horn for Rocky Pennington since the Holly Holm fight and even before right. I've I liked Rocky, I, I but I do remember you know saying that she would you know pick her pick her apart and mm-hmm. use the wrestling when he did. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. No, 
Yeah, yeah. You I, were, I, I claim my bat on this one. You were alone. You were alone in picking Kovacavich to beat Joanna. Yeah. yeah, you were not alone here. So. Bro, I think I'm the only one that. No, I'm just giving, I'm just busting your balls. But yeah, I, I definitely was. I picked her, and I was super impressed with Rocky's performance. Probably, yeah, I mean, she looked like she looked on point. It was probably the biggest fight of her life. No, I mean, no. I, I would say bigger than the Holly Holm fight, given yeah. that it was Holly's first fight in the UFC at the time. Well, given the, and uh, this is uh, this is like the former champion now that she's yeah, 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 and the number one contender and her former coach, her someone she looked up to. Like this was a big and fight. She straight up retired her. Yep, Rocky, Rocky. I mean, she dominated her. One hundred eleven out of one fifty six total strikes. Forty three out of seventy seven. Uh, one takedown, three submission attempts. She had six minutes of control. Like. She dominated. How nasty! How nasty did that choke look there in the? Uh, in the it was in the second round. Yeah. When Tate was climbing up the wall, I was waiting for yeah. Rocky just to fall on her back and just end it. Yeah, that wall climb was was unique. I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, not to that extent, anyway. Uh, Misha, um, you know what? I'll do. I'll do respect to Rocky because she's she earned it and deserves it, but. Misha has not. She she's consistently gone down in her dominance, her her abilities, yeah. and her her striking, and everything has has. I've seen it on a decline. I agree for about the past four fights or so. I, I agree. Um, you know, even it, even as her I mean, championship, it was win. an amazing performance to to choke out uh, Holmes with the way yeah. that she did it, yeah. but. She was in a position where she had to do it because she was just she was being dominated in that fight, like you said. Yeah, it was even in even in her championship win with the uh, almost a, a lucky, almost a lucky choke. Um, even in that, I've I've seen a decline in Misha for a yeah. while now, for a well at least a year, maybe two. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know why. I think it almost goes back to the to the second Ronda Rousey fight when she realized that it's going to be hard for her to be, ever become the champion in the UFC. Yeah. See, I think of anything, she should have gained confidence off of that second Ronda fight. Definitely. She's the only person, yeah. at that time, she was the only person to take Ronda outside of the first. Mm-hmm. She was landing good shots and striking her, had Ronda in some trouble. I thought that fight should have boosted her confidence up a lot. And, I don't think so. And just, I don't know. It didn't though. It, it just it made her, you know, it, it made it worse. And um, and when, once we got to this fight, and she was in there, she didn't look like she was in there. No, does that make sense? Yep. No, not at all. Completely. Yeah. Um, Completely. Mentally. Yep. 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 Her talking to her corner. What's that, Ryan? I'm sorry. Have you guys seen the video with her talking to her corner? No. Mm-hmm. It was either I think at the end of the second or the end of the third when she like, she's walking. And she says to her boyfriend there, Brian Carroll, which is, I just can't do this anymore, Brian. I don't want to be in here. And I went, I saw the video. I was like, oh, man, like this is a woman who she's she's done. This is a fighter that has yeah. lost the, the, the fight. Yeah, she completely checked out to me mentally. She did spiritually, uh, oh, yeah. emotionally. She looked like she was she was completely somewhere else. Like she was looking forward to go ride a, riding her quad or whatever. You know the stuff that I seen her do on the embedded stuff where she was having right. so much fun doing. She didn't even look like she had fun training anymore. Mm-mm. She was going through the motions because she knew she had to make this payday or this date or whatever it was. But she was not. She was just not happy fighting anymore. I had heard some stuff that her and Caraway may not be together anymore. So you're still, saying there's a chance. They're still, 
They were still training together. <laughs> Go back and listen to... She, I haven't actually listened to the episode because sometimes I just can't listen to Misha talk. But she was on Unfiltered and they brought it up. And I had heard some other things about possibly her and Brian being broken up. Um, well, that could even explain some of the performance uh, issues there too. Like maybe they just, you know, you see like people with their personal life and everything just comes up and it, it guess, interferes and everything else. I guess maybe they are still together. I don't know. I wish she would break up with them. Dude's a tool. Can fight. <laughs> I can't stand him, man. I haven't been able to like him ever since the whole he told Ronda he was going to knock her teeth down her throat. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I like the dirty fights with the fish hooking. Yeah, the guy can fight. Like, he's a good fighter, but like him on Twitter the other last week or two weeks ago calling out guys, telling him that he's ducking him. And then it turns out that he turned down the he was offered the fight with Faber and turned it down. But Pickett took it. Oh, oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, he, he, it's like he, he I shared, wants you to not like him. I shared the he story. Wants the reason to complain. I tweeted. I t- tweeted the story because um, it was like right. It was a couple of days. It came out like days after Brian had been on Twitter and like Diz was retweeting all of his shit, talking, calling out Lineker, saying he was ducking him. All these other guys are ducking him and stuff like that. And then I think it was. Flow Combat that put out the story that he was offered the fight with uh, Faber and turned it down. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you can't really bitch about people ducking you I said if you're ducking someone else. Said the same you know? thing. Okay. Said it. Said it. Hypocritical, is it Completely. not? Completely. I'm trying to find it. I, I totally was just like, you gotta be kidding me, man. You can't call somebody out and then it turns out that you're ducking Uriah freaking favorite. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's that chicken Bellator, man. Uh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, she's not a very good fighter. But I don't care. Good God, is she sexy. I couldn't care less. Yeah, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I hate to say uh, this. Oh, go ahead. Uh, and a, um... Anastasia Yadakova, fighter in Bellator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super smoking. Yeah, super smoking hot chick, but she just can't really fight that well. Who cares? Yeah. She she (laughs) lost her last fight and still ended up winning it, so. I don't care. Just keep putting her on every few months. She'll be happy. She can keep losing all she wants. You know, I I don't like saying this um, because I I, I hate taking this away from Rocky because Rocky earned this victory. Um, and if, when I say Misha, you know, she's checked out. She wasn't really there. It's just, I don't, don't want to make it sound like Rocky didn't come no, out. No, I know what you mean, like though. like a champ, because she did. She fought for with all of her heart and everything that she had. Rocky looked like she was a machine in there. She was determined, constantly pushing forward, constantly pushing the pace of the fight. Great timing. She fought her heart out and won that fight. She earned that fight. Yep. You know. It was Pickett that said it. It was Pickett in an interview that okay. had said both Brian Caraway and Elgin Sterling turned on the fight with Uriah Faber. Okay. Okay. What a chump. Yeah. I hate him even more now. Yeah. And, and you, the whole thing is, Caraway thinks he should be fighting top five or getting a title shot. You turned down Faber because you didn't want to lose to a guy on the snide. 
You yeah. lose yeah. to a guy that's on a two-fight losing streak and on his way out. Does that make you? Does that make you? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. And I called it out. I called it out. On gotcha. Him. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, though. Not to take anything away from Raquel because, it, I, I mean, yeah, I think I think even on her best day, Misha can't stand on the feet with her. And Rocky's too dangerous on the ground. Misha's got good yeah. wrestling and everything, but Rocky's jits is good. She's good. She's good. Misha's a good wrestler, but her jiu-jitsu's not very good. But on the feet, her boxing's been terrible. Terrible. Everything's been just going down, down, down. You know, even her whole career though, she wasn't a, a prolific striker. No, 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 no. She was a good ground and She just had a lot of heart. Yeah. She would constantly push at you. Despite Pettit what happened, she's probably the best pure boxer in the 135 division. Oh, only home. No, besides, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but but I mean, okay, but even you mean like you mean like MMA boxing? Yes, but MMA boxing. But even just just contact, like Holly, Holly's a pop pop puncher. Rocky yeah, she's more, she's much more of like a, the counter punch. She's a point, punch. She's a point puncher. Yeah. She's a kickboxer. She's a pop. She's yeah, a, she's yeah, a yeah, punch yeah, punch kick. Holly, punch, was, punch, Holly kick. was a good boxer and had a good boxing record and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. But 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 it's it was punch punch. Raquel, I think fundamentally and power and all of those things, I think is a, is probably the best boxer. My opinion. My opinion. Shevchenko is a very good kickboxer. Holly Holm is a good kickboxer yeah, too. The, that's the fight that I want to see before the Holly Holm too fight. I wouldn't. I want to see her take on uh, Shevchenko. You no. want to see Pennington and Shevchenko? I'd watch that. Yeah, I'd watch that. I just think she wants to get. I mean, Holly's sitting there at five ahead of her. She climbed up. Rocky climbed up three spots. Number five. To number five. That's yeah. For, Holly's for sitting right in front of her. I think they're gonna they're gonna do the fight with with Pena and Shevchenko. Misa dropped ten, nine spots. Uh, I know she's retired, but they, you know, eventually she's just going to end up coming off of that. Oh, Bechko Harris still in the top goddamn ten. <laughs> <laughs> she was. <laughs> I can't. I don't know. I had, I thought I had something logical. I don't have anything logical. Nothing. For that. There is no so, logical explanation. I got no explanation. Did, did you guys? She's, uh, she's ranked in the top ten because she's fighting this weekend. Oops. They have to go put. They have to go put like a little number, number ranked fighter beside there when they walk out. Yeah, she's fighting uh, in Brazil, right? No, Betch isn't fighting this weekend. Are you sure? I thought I thought I saw she was fighting this weekend. Gadelia's fighting. She might be fighting in Dublin, maybe. maybe Why would fighting. they put her in Dublin instead of I Brazil? They, I thought they. I thought Betch was fighting this weekend. No, nah, man, we got the we got the Sao Paulo card oh. that was just pulled up right in front of us. She's not on it. So when's Betch's next fight? Things I thought she had a fight like really soon. Uh, she might be on. Look her up. She might be on two hundred six. Yeah, she's not You're right. I think she does have a fight coming up soon. But yeah, I probably just assumed it because they were in Brazil. No, no she, she just nothing, fought. She just fought in September. She just fought in September against Jessica. So yeah, she's got oh. nothing on the books. Right. Way to go. Way to start rumors, Ryan. Good job, dude. Hey, someone's got to. <laughs> Get that rumor world training, guys. You hear Ron Rezzi versus Betchko Hair this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> you heard it on the average Joe's MMA show. Yeah, um, rankings wise, the way things are sitting. Breaking news. <laughs> the way things are sitting, uh, the way Pena's bitching, they're going to have to do Pena and Shevchenko and give them, get a title eliminator. Yeah, I think Holly. A big fight soon. It will be. I think Holly and Raquel makes the most sense now. Holly needs to fight. She hasn't fought in a little bit. Rocky needs that. that Rocky needs that win back you know? and get her back up in there. And and, and home even needs a win now. Coming off of uh, two straight losses, also would realistically, you know, try to prove that. She lost the belt and then she lost to Shevchenko. Wasn't that the last two fights? 
yeah. Also. Yeah. Do you know the so fight? Like for her to come out and justify her controversial split decision win over Raquel, you know, kind of like add a little bit, add a little bit, a little sweetness for home if she were to get the win. I think uh, you know the other fight really for Rocky that I want to see is her opinion. Yeah, that'd be a good one. They were teammates on the Ultimate Fighter. You know what I wouldn't mind seeing is Rocky replacing an injured Ronda Rousey at 207. All right, all right, man. Let's calm it down a little bit here. Let's calm it down a little bit here with the Rocky train. Did you guys see the, uh, did you watch the post-fight show? Absolutely, I watched everything. When Dana said uh, he's trying to send Misha to the hospital. Yeah, he's told her to go fuck off. He said, fuck off, I don't work, you're not my boss anymore. And then they were seen, like, (laughs) then they were seen later or the next day having lunch or dinner together or some shit. He said that she ended up going to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, she went. So there was a picture of the two of them somewhere at, like, Katz's Deli or something together. Someone was like, oh, Brian Caraway's out of the picture. Good. Prick. Oh, no. That, it was a meme and somebody had said, if you're leaving, please take Brian with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like that. I like that. No, that was our main card. That was a main card. Great main card. We got some We got some good fights on the prelims, too, man. Um, but overall, what are you guys' thoughts on the main card before we get into the prelims? Absolutely. Solid A card. You know what? Um Close as close to an A plus as you can get. Definitely. We had, you know. I was gonna say the only reason I, I would give it an A and seven A plus is because Gaslam couldn't put the hammer down. Yeah, if I would have yeah, got Gaslam three hours six those fights, yeah. I think that that's an A plus card. Oh, okay. Let's let's talk about that before we even get it because I I went on a little tangent and I'm still pissed off. You got two jobs as a fighter, man. Yeah, make the fucking weight yeah. and make the fucking walk. That's it. That's it. Once you get in there, whatever happens, happens. But you got to get there. Guess what, Calvin yeah. Gaslam? You failed at both of those. Yeah. No well, way you walk. said perfectly in that video when he didn't bother stepping on the scale. There's no they point. They told him to fuck off. Yeah. yeah. Like for the, uh, he didn't they, even weigh in. No, because there, there was no point. He was saying that, they he, knew. that he missed it by, like, you missed it by a pound or two. Okay, I can see it. But to miss it by 10 pounds is so terrible. 10 plus. Dude, and all you had to do was shoot cowboy attacks and be like, listen, man, I'm fat. I ain't yeah. making this. Let's yeah. do a catch weight. We got, you can't, well, you can't do catch weight. You, got, you can't wait. Well, you can. But, no, but I mean, if if Cerrone yeah, that's that. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. that's it. I mean, it would have they would have Cerrone would have just made three more pounds, weighed in three pounds yeah, heavier, and they could have had the fight. Yeah. He could have done that, no problem. And he would have, I'm sure. Oh, for just sure. He said fight. it. He said it. He said it in the interview afterwards. He was like, "Look, if this motherfucker would have just told me what was up, I would have missed weight, and we could have had this fight." Yeah. yeah I, know, do I, I, I do have to say thank you to Calvin Gaslam though, because we do get Matt Brown and and, uh, and Cerrone now. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's and that's gonna be so fun. Be an absolute barn burner. I'm all about that fight, and I mean. The two fights that we lost off this card made 206 suck way less. Yeah, it makes it yeah. good, actually. Mm-hmm. It'll make it exciting. But it, it, gypped, it gypped us, and I'm so tired of these guys and these fucking weight issues. Who's not going to wait? make weight tomorrow? We got two. Yeah. Two goddamn cards weighing in tomorrow. Who's not going to make weight? Yeah. We yeah. two guys on exactly. this card. What are you going to do with Gastelum now? His, his fat ass is going to 85. 85 or nothing. 85 or nothing? If he fights at 70, yeah. Is he, is he, is he 85 yet? Because they they talked about it after he missed weight against Tyrone Woodley that 
Dana said he's he's done it at one seventy. He's going to be at one eighty five. Bring him up. And, I think he uh, may have. I think he may have made him go. He fought Nate at one seventy. I think he, they made him. I want to say they may have made him go up to eighty five and fight once, and, and then he, and, and then, then let him come back down. Uh, okay, okay. I could be wrong. No, but I think you're right. I think that was because, the scenario because uh, him and him and Lineker got bumped about the same time because they were both missing weight all the time. Yeah, the Ellenberger fight. No, that was season one seventy. Oh, was it? No, it was. Sorry. Uh, no, not sorry. Because he, he missed weight against Woodley, right? Like, yeah. I thought they made him. I go. thought they did too. Nope. No, that's not Nope. Uh, so he missed weight. They told me he has to go work. But instead, he says, "Look, I weigh one seventy. Yeah. Mark yeah. Mark. Okay. Yeah, it was when he fought Marquardt. He had to go up to eighty-five. Well, Marquardt fight was eighty-five. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. He missed again. Missed against Ellenberger. Missed against Woodley. And they finally said, screw you, you've missed twice or three times, whatever it was, in a row. And so they made him go to 85. Yeah, they got to come back down against Matt. And he made his weight fine and plus some, and he looked healthy. And, and they said, okay. And, you know, they gave back Magny, and he made weight yep. against Magny. And uh, I believe he made weight against Hendricks, too. I don't think he missed on I that I think one. you're right. No, no, Hendricks was legit, yeah. Yeah, so I think he made weight. And then, but he, that was that was the fight that I thought both guys were going to end up dying trying to make weight. I did too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's missed weight what, five times. At least four that I know of. Probably five. And he's been in the UFC in like what for four years? Nah. Yeah. Maybe yeah, three. Like so all right. They, take your ass. Yeah, was, oh God, it's just so frustrating. These these guys. Yeah. Him. Him and and Charles Oliveira. Piss me off so much because they just don't care, man. And these are guys that if you have seen decide to say, you know what, you're done. They sign Bellator and think that, oh, here we go. It, you're not gonna be noticed over there either. No, you still gotta make weight, pal. I gave Tiago a little bit of leeway with missing weight. First time coming down to 55, he got food poisoning. It's pretty hard to to stay high. You got to stay hydrated and everything when you got food poisoning. That's hard. I I've mean, had a few yeah, times. You'll, you'll puke and you'll lose weight, but mm-hmm. you got to stay hydrated, so mm-hmm. you're still gonna not be able to cut. Did you so have no energy uh, to work out? Rogan talking about the the whole making weight thing. No, I haven't gotten. You brought it up, scary. but I haven't. I haven't gotten that far about that story and and stuff. Yeah, because he because he lays it up that he just thinks that they should be looking at these guys and saying, okay, look. Like this is the new weight class. Like forget this, what, everything that we have now. And kind of look at something like where people should actually be at and make that the weight class. Because like just saying like how people are killing themselves trying to make this weight. Yeah, he basically he's he's promoting uh, a natural weight system where if if you weigh in uh, if you weigh 180 pounds you fight at 180 pounds. Yep. You know, and you're only allowed to gain or lose. Um, like six percent or whatever of your fat for hydration, mm-hmm. up or down, either way. Yeah, you know, so you can't balloon and you can't drop. You have to stay yeah, at this. Have to, yeah, it's a maintained weight. You know, yep. Um, at all times, and it, it makes sense. But I think they need to they need to open up some more divisions to overhaul that system. They'd have to do it like a boxing. See, yeah, and that's UFC, like a boxing system. Yeah, UFC doesn't run a traditional weight class system. No, nope. you know they they named their one seventy 
uh, a welterweight where, as we all know, boxing fans, 147 is welterweight. You know, yeah. their, their light heavyweight is uh, uh, 205, whereas, mm. you know, in boxing it's like 177. And heavyweight... Well, and, and even pride was even different from UFC with their it was. classes. It was, it was, too. They fucked everything up, too. You know, they just kind of make their new rules, you know, and, and then making, you know, heavyweight was supposed to be 201 up to whatever the hell you want to go to. Mm-hmm. Whereas now you got, you know, if you got big fighters like, you know, Brock had to cut weight to make 265. Oh, you know, Hunt has to cut weight to make 265. You know, Country. these guys got to gotta cut down to make a, to fight to heavyweight. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. If you want to be 400 pounds, be 400 pounds. You're a heavyweight. Right. You know, yeah. that's it, you know. There's a lot. There's a lot of rules in the UFC that are just kind of wonky. I think I think opening up more weight classes makes sense, though. Mm-hmm. Um, you need something between 85 and 205. Definitely. You need something between 205 and heavy. Um, I think there needs to be like a 220. The 225. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like even look at like boxing. Just throw another word in there. Super light heavyweight. That's yeah. a big. That That's is, what you could you could do. A whole new division. Yeah, and it's it splits things up, and it. I mean, it's like, you don't have to worry about like you said like, these guys that are cutting from two thirty down to two hundred five. Mm. Just have them cut so down to super. Just come down as a little bit more. Well, it's the same thing with the guys that are cutting from two hundred to eighty five. Yeah, you give them a ninety. You know, ninety four, one ninety four, one ninety five. Yeah. Well, look at look I mean, at that's what, Johnson. That's what. Romero was cutting down that. from two forty yeah. to one seventy at one point. Who? Well, I'm sorry, I didn't catch you. Rumble Johnson. Oh yeah, when Rumble was fighting at seventy four, yeah. from two forty to one seventy. Yeah, that's sick. messed up. Like, oh, you can't do that. Look, Johnny Hendricks, same thing. Watching Rumble fight at one seventy was was it was sickening to even watch a man. Five was uncomfortable. You know? Yeah, it was. It was and, bad. And, even, and even still, he was still one fight away from from fighting GSP for the title at one at one seventy. Yeah, he got cut from the company at one seventy two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he couldn't make the weight. Yeah. Oh god, it was so bad to think that you had a man fighting at at one seventy that is now contending for the two hundred five title. Right. You know? Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, look at BJ. BJ fought a heavyweight at points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he probably ordered Machida for Christ's yeah. sake. Joe Riggs God, fought oh all God. over the place. Joe Riggs, oh wow! Joey Riggs has fought in like five different weight classes yeah. at points. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I. Since since you brought up the Gaslam thing, right. I wanted to get that off my chest. Uh God, God, what a fight by Frankie Edgar! How he survived that oh, kick and illegal oh. knee to the head. Yep, yeah, yeah. But. Ooh, you know, striking. Well, everyone, everyone's been saying uh, it's not a real, uh, it's not a real Frankie Edgar fight unless he gets rocked. You think he's out cold on his feet? Absolutely, that's, that's his forte, baby. So instead of really getting in and breaking this fight down too much, let's. I want to talk about what do you do with Frankie from here? My hands are personally. I want to see him and Max Holloway. I know that Holloway's title with Pettis, but that's the fight that I'm, I might be most interested in seeing at this point because I don't. We, I mean, unless R- R- Ricardo Lamas is interested in a fight, there's I, not much to do with that. That's right the now. fight I want to see Holy because because I think Hol- if Holloway beats Pettis, and and either way, whether whether Connor comes back down and fights Jose or whatever, Max is. 
Right, if he beats Pettis, he needs he deserves the title. Yeah, shot. he gets the shot. I don't want to even put him in with with Frankie right now. I I just I just want I, if Max has deserved this this shot. More, yeah. Oh, he doesn't need. Yeah. I don't even really think he should be fighting Pettis personally. I don't I don't <laughs> think Pettis deserves to even be knocking on the door. No, Max has nothing to gain. From that fight, other than a paycheck, um, even if he wins, he's not going to. I mean, it's not going to make much of a difference. I'd like to see Bully and Edgar. I think that'd be a great fight. I would. That'd be fun. You know, that would be the next fight that I would see. Um, other than that, I mean, until the you know, the title kind of plays out and Connor and and Josie, you know, combine the titles and figure out what the hell McGregor's going to do up there at this point, you know, just to keep Frankie, uh, Frankie active, it's got to be bully. Do you think, what do you guys yeah. think about, what do you guys think about the possibility of Frankie dropping down a Bantam? Is that going, is that circulating right now? It's been tossed around. I wonder if he can make it. I don't see why. I, you know what, that, it's this goes stature. back to the weight, the weight cutting thing, like, 145 is his perfect division. He was a little perfect in 155. Him trying to drop another division, I think that would just be too much for him. I don't know, man. He's smaller than a lot of them. You're going to tell me that Frankie's going to have a tougher time dropping a 135 than fucking Cody Nolov Garbrandt, who's huge? Yeah. Or Dillashaw? But, I mean, he had that chance before when uh, when he fought uh, Uriah, and Uriah jumped up to 145 to fight it. I mean, they could have had Edgar dropping out 135 at that point. If he could make but 35... But Edgar, Edgar was still in the title hunt at 45, and that's why he didn't drop down. True, okay, yeah. If, I see if Edgar can make 35 and be healthy and fight at that, I see a lot of great fights open up. For I him. do, too. I a think lot, lot. yeah. I, I think... think, it, I think uh, it, 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 Dominic Cruz, uh, Frankie Edgar fight. Yeah, that's what I mean though. Like the, when he dropped to featherweight from lightweight, it was a great move and a resurgence for his career. And while I don't think yeah. he's gonna he's gonna go on a, a tear and another run towards a title, I mean, I, it could be a good move for him, man. There's a lot. I mean, he, there's a lot of good winning, fights. He's not winning the 155 or 145 belts. Yeah. Anytime soon. So if he wants to try here. to go for a title run, I get like one thirty five would probably be the best option for him. But I think there's a lot of tough fights for him also with that that class. There is, and I, I'd like to see him and uh Alterman Sterling would be a great fight. Yeah, him and Aldo uh, would be him good. And Johnny Dodson would be a great fight. Uh, what about Jimmy the, uh, Brian Caraway? He deserves a, like, a big name fighter, doesn't he? I, I would watch Caraway and Frankie. <laughs> I a Sun Sal and Frankie would be great fight. Yeah, that would be a good a, one. There's a lot. Even uh, Dillashaw. Uh, Dillashaw would be a great fight, too. There's a lot of stuff. If he could make it and continue to stay at that and, and be healthy um, at 35, I think it just it would open up the world for him. It opened up a lot more opportunities. That came in. He, he's, he came in at the wrong time. If he was six, seven years younger right now, and he was right now in his prime, he would uh, he would have a lot more to offer right now because it's going to be hard to see him getting a title shot and there's a lot of fights that you would want to see him get. I, I just think I think 35 might be a good move for him. That I, I just wanted to see what your guys' thoughts were. Yeah, a couple a couple of people brought it up. Healthy. Yeah, 
it was brought up and it's been circulated around by some different MMA media outlets and stuff with the possibility. Nobody, Frankie hasn't said anything. Nobody from the UFC has said anything. Dana may have mentioned, you know, whatever, Bantamweight. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to see what you guys, what you guys thought would be next. I think it'd be amazing if he went and made that. Otherwise, right now, the one fight that makes sense is Bully at 45. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. He thinks he's in the title hunt still, but it's like... And he, he had a big win over Stevens. He did have a great win over Stevens. He has a big win. That was a good one. Uh, took him down five times, beat him up. You know, Stevens is a hard hitter, dude. He's a really hard hitter, you know. He knocks guys guy. out. He went for it. Frankie's got that, like, the, like that cliche... Part of a champion, but he has like he. There is no quitting Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar's a warrior. Absolutely, he is a warrior through and through. This might have been the most interesting fight of the night to me, personally, as far as just like sheer dominance. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Habib Nurmagomedov, the bear, yeah. the eagle, the destroyer, the mauler. I know that's not his moniker, but no, he was but one. he was he mauled Michael Johnson. Outside of that, the the couple of strikes that Johnson put him out on his feet a little bit early, this fight was one hundred percent just dominated by Habib Nurmagomedov. Right, right when Johnson landed that one left, and Habib, I literally I'm like, oh, he's actually going to do it. He's going to knock out Habib, and then the blink of an eye later. The, the the ground and pound domination began. I was literally yelling at my TV in the second round to stop the fight. Yeah, I think I was too. I was sitting there watching with the guys. I'm like, there's no way that Habib loses. Uh, and when he got to the second, I was like, there's no way we get to a third. He's going to kill him. And he's mauling him. He's got him down and he's beating the piss out of him. I'm like, what is this fight? He's not defending himself. Ryan, I got a I got a question for you, man. What what do you got against Michael Johnson that you felt like it was okay for them to c- continue and him to keep See, taking where, these beatings? Where, where I was, uh, so like I said, I was watching the fight with my wife, and <clears throat> we both got into Michael Johnson back on the Ultimate Fighter days, and she was asking me some questions. So every time I was looking at the TV, he looked to me. Like he was okay, he was in a bad position, but he was doing okay. We're arguing. So kind of, We're arguing I, with I each other. Back and forth, like, it was like watching a ping pong match between like like watching the fight and then talking to talking to the wife and then one back. So I like, like I said um, to you guys earlier when I went back and watched that fight um, with no distractions at all. <laughs> I, I did. Change uh, my opinion on that fight. We're, we're sitting there. We're in the in the middle of the fight, and we're in our group message. And Ryan and I are arguing with each other. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, dude, what the hell are you talking about? Like, he stop the fight. Yeah, this is a savage beating. Ryan's like, no, he's fine. He's fine. I'm like, dude. what did Michael Johnson do to you and your family that you want to see him? <laughs> that's not right, man. Like, I was, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at I, my buddy and said, I, I will admit that I did miss. Like good portions of that fight, uh, wow. talking with uh, talking with Kara, but yeah, I, 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 Dude, I, I that was, switched my opinion on that's that. That's a cruel shit, Dempsey. I was sitting there with my buddy sitting next to me, and like he's looking at me, he's like, "What are you doing, dude?" I'm like, "I'm literally telling Ryan that he's a fucking sadist, man." Like he, he <laughs> I'm arguing with a Canadian. Leave me alone. Yeah, this, this dude's trying to tell me that Michael Johnson's fine and he's not taking any <laughs> any punishment. See, maybe that's maybe it's because I'm Canadian. Like we're t- so I'm saying, I'm like, yeah, he's 
good. You can get hit more times like that. But yeah, that's us. We're 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 yeah. stronger. That's uh, what Canadians are known for. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Canadian, you know? Canadians definitely known for their toughness Absolutely. and their lack of <laughs> army and military and their kindness. Yeah. yeah. Um, Habib came out here. He dominated. And earlier in tonight, I want to it was segue into this. Uh, Jeff went out on the show, and if you guys, you know, check the show page because we're starting to do more videos, uh, going live and, and whatnot, uh, videos, whatever else. But Jeff did a video and asked, you know, you know, send in some questions about this, and this kind of ties in to this as well. But Joey Ladigast came out and asked the question, uh, and I'll bring it up so I can quote it here. He said, "Here's my question." Why did Habib move up in lightweight rank over Tony Ferguson? Uh, I don't really think he, this applies, but he, he did say this when he's ducked Tony twice. I don't really think he's ducked Tony at all. I don't think he's uh, ducked. An well, injury. The one time Tony had to pull out. I say Tony pulled out. Uh, and he asked for thoughts. And just, Joey, just so you do know that um, the fight got canceled once because of Tony's injury. Um, and another time because maybe Habib's injury. I'm not sure, but... Nobody really ducked each other. They were going to fight. It just injury happened. Okay. I Before we get into this and dig deep, I, I want to say, and it needs to happen a lot, With a lot of people that listen to our show, obviously, are, are local people. I'm from Muskegon. I love Tony. I support Tony. I back Tony. But some of y'all got to take your fucking hometown blinders off, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're right. Yeah. Like, take off your hometown yeah. blinders. And think about shit rationally before you just start throwing out statements like Tony's being ducked by Habib. Come on, man. I had another guy try to tell me that Connor's scared of Tony. Like, dude, I love Tony. So I do, do I. love Tony. Yeah. Your fan base sometimes makes me want to fucking root against you just so they will shut up. And I get it. Like, dude, hometown pride. I'm all yeah, about it. I'm all about it. This, this is a dude that I sat every Saturday morning for three or four years. Yeah, I know. In bleachers, just bullshitting and making fun of his big ass ears and and whatever else. Like yeah. th- this is a dude I have known since I was fourteen years old. I love this guy. I'm mad proud of him and all the accomplishments that he's made. But I can still take off my fucking hometown blinders and think rationally. That that that's all I wanted to say before we get into this. No, I think you're right. And, and but and I also get their their pride. I do, and I, and I they're I know, extremely prideful for their guy. Very much so, and I don't. You know, and it's not that he's not deserving. And, and it's hard uh, for them to see him achieve that number one rank and then lose it without ever losing. That's it's, it's difficult because understandable. You know, we see them all the time. Like when a guy fights, he go, he'll move up, and then we when the next guy the him fights, if he yes, gets moved up, like, we see it all the time. They kind of, they're just like switching one, two back and forth yeah. until they do. Fight, talking, and we know for sure who's won. There's a, there's the fan base here who isn't as UFC is not their main sport. They're football fans. They just right, happen for to, sure. They happen to know Tony, so they follow, and that's perfectly fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So they they don't get to see on a regular basis how those numbers change and people go up right. and down in ranks right, right. without ever fighting. Absolutely, you know, without ever fighting once. So it's just so those people. It's it's not uncommon for this to happen. No, this not doesn't at all. mean Tony's stock has went down. It's just like he's guys, still twelve and one. He still just beat Rafael yep. dos Santos. He's still up in you know he's right up at the top of the 
game. Everyone still loves him. You know, uh, Eddie Bravo still loves him. Uh, Dana White still loves him. All the guys that matter still love him in that company. He's huge in Ireland. And he's a monster. Holy you shit, know? man. I've never and seen And he's talented him. and he's a great guy and all these things. So don't get too excited over one and two. Yeah. Just don't. Don't yeah. freak out about and it. And Joey, don't get too butthurt. I'm not directly talking to you about taking the hometown blunder. No, I'm talking no, to not. a lot of people. There's a broad You're just spectrum. the person that brought the con- the question up, so I, it was, it's, it's been sticking in my craw for a while. Joey, Joey's great, oh. great, solid dude. Absolutely Joey's super him. knowledgeable. He's not he just talking out of his ass, yeah. or as Wonderboy like to say, talking out of his butt. Mm-hmm. You know, Joey. I talked to Joey a lot. Joey, I, I, you know, Joey be playing a show. You guys have played yeah, together. Yeah, together quite but, often. There's a lot of times Joey will be playing a show in a, in a, in a UFC fight will be on. And the first thing you'll say even before he gets to the bar is keep me updated. Mm-hmm. And especially if like Uriah's on, he loves Uriah Faber and he's got like several, he loved when Brock was on. And, and I keep him posted, direct message to him, this is exactly what's happening all the time. He loves to keep updated, yeah, yeah. but he's just got so much shit going on. Right. Busy, and he's a third shift worker, so he's, you know, he's working when, when these are going on. So I keep him posted all the time. Very knowledgeable, loves the sport. Just wanted to make sure that he, you know that he realizes that UFC is not downgrading Tony. No, just because they put uh, Habib. It's not an uncommon thing, but but here's the argument of why. I mean, yes, Tony beat RDA. Yep, yep. Can't deny that. Habib also has a win over RDA. Yep. Habib now, and granted, this was. X amount of years ago, whatever, but that one loss on your record is to who? Michael Johnson. Who the hell just got ragdolled around until his arm was almost torn out of his socket and Joe Rogan is banging you to tap? That was a nasty Kimura. It was, and the thing, my argument with that was um, Habib beat RDA before he was a champion. Very true. Tony beat him after he was a champion. He beat an ex champion. Very true. Just, and Tony's lost to. Uh, Johnson, also true, but much but, different Tony. But it's still, it's still, that's a loss on your record. It is. Oh yeah. This guy just destroyed that and, guy. And these guys got to remember, Habib has never lost, guys. He's twenty. He's yeah, never no. lost. Regardless never lost of the fight, regardless if he sat out for two years, bears. twenty-four <laughs> and oh. You know, Habib is a murderer, guys. You got to remember this. He was he was ranked number one before Tony was uh, even coming up in the rankings. Habib has been right, up there, right, yeah. he hurt him. He got hurt. He works. At, he fights at yeah. AKA guys. He's going to get hurt. Yeah. Surprised he hasn't got hurt again. AKA is an injury machine. True. So Habib was was crawling up those rankings before Tony was even on the Ultimate Fighter. I mean, he's been doing this a long time, and he's a young young. Man, he's he's only in his mid twenties, yeah. you know. And Habib's been doing this a lot, so there's a lot of reasons why he moved ahead of him. But Throwing the word ducking around bothers me quite a bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't Joey and anyone. I didn't see the ducking. I seen, I don't I, see I, ducking. you know, by either one of them. No, you know, I don't think Tony would duck him. And no, I don't no, think no, he'd no. Duck Tony. No, they yeah. want to fight each other. But that's you know that's that's uh, and gonna, that's why he moved ahead of them. Then they're gonna fight each other to answer his question. Yes, yeah, that's, that's why he moved on. They're going to have to fight each other because neither one of them are getting a title shot anytime soon. It's just not gonna happen because he's either going to if he defends his belt at fifty five, it will be against Nate Diaz. Mark my word because that's the money. Fight. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and he may not even defend fifty five or forty five and go out to try to fight Tyron Woodley. Because yeah, that knows? keeps getting tossed around. Yeah. But really, in my mind, the fight is at 145, and the fight that makes sense is to make Tony and Habib fight. Unfortunately, though, if that dream scenario doesn't play out and somehow 
somebody gets the title shot at 55, Tony's going to be the guy out. He's the he's the guy left out because yeah. not yeah. only did Habib have the more dominant performance, Habib took the top opportunity to make the call out. Tony was silent. That's what was, uh, a was big was Tony, 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 huge, huge opportunity. Calling out uh, Connor for the yes. he, he didn't even give Alvarez a chance. No. No, he's not. Tony blew it. Tony blew an opportunity. Ireland, blah blah blah. Yeah, um, but that's that's a great point by by Jeff. Tony blew the those opportunities don't come on very often. Uh-huh. You just beat RDA. You see how that affects know? things. Look at what look at Dillashaw, man. Yeah, Dillashaw had that big win over Sunsal. Instead of taking the chance to call out either Garbrandt yeah. or Dominic, hey, let's do this again. Blah blah blah, nothing. Yeah, and look, and look what happened. Who's getting the title? Shot? Number five. Yeah, why? Because he said he he took this chance, he took his opportunity, and called out the champion. Uh-huh. And now he gets it. Tony was in a prime spot. All he had to do was name drop a couple people. Connor, Con- you know, Connor, Habib, Connor's, Alvarez, whoever. Connor's ducking me. I mean, he could have made something up. Connor doesn't want none of me. He doesn't want any of this. Because Connor knows that if he comes down to where I'm from, if he comes down to play, you know, anything. Something. You know, cut a promo yeah. on his ass. you got to cut a promo on one of those guys. Habib cut a fucking classic Iron Sheik promo. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. Perfect heel promo. Absolutely. And that's that was, t- I hope that when, when Tony looks back at this, and going going forward, should uh, he be in that position again? I hope he takes advantage of that opportunity because he, 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 did, he did. Yeah, you can't you can't let opportunities like that slip by, man. You're well, right. And that, that that's the UFC that we're in now. <laughs> because before yeah, you're right. you would see a guy go on like a seven fight win streak, and he get that title shot just by putting together wins. Yeah, you didn't have to say but a word. Guys like but guys like Chael and Connor changed the game by calling like, by being like you know tenth or. Eighth ranked, and they're calling out the champion, and they get out of the skin to the point where the champion says, "You know, give me him." Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's how you get. Like, like you have to like, these. You have to follow the follow what's going on. It's not the UFC of old. It's it's a whole new breed of yeah. uh, of trash talk. Good point. And you know, listen, we Ferguson fans, we we may get the fight that that you want. You may get that Nurmagomedo fight. It very well and very likely, and it's a really high possibility that that fight's not going to go down the way you want it to go. Yeah, as good as Tony is, I'm in a lot of aspects of the game, man. This dude's wrestling is a whole nother level, and you are not going to darse choke somebody no. when this guy's got your arm pinned behind your back and his legs over your head. There's not many high yeah. level sambo practitioners that the UFC has ever seen. No, and he's as high level as you get. Absolutely. He's a, he's a whole different monster. And I, I'm not going to sit here and say Tony doesn't have a shot. He's got great striking. Absolutely. And Michael Johnson has proved that, you know, you can hit him and you can do... But, but man, if Tony tries to take him to the ground... Tony's going to be in for a long night. Yeah. That's one thing. And he's going to have to bring in specialized training up oh, to that fight. You know, oh. you're going to have to bring in uh, some... And he's get... smart because he's done that the last couple oh, of times. Oh, for sure. You know, he's going to just have to do a lot of smart training... Specifically against this guy, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? Because I'd love to see the fight. I hope they make that fight. You know, Khabib. Or Khabib is pretty adamant that if he doesn't get the title shot next, he's done with the UFC. Yeah. We've heard guys say that before, and then they come back and say, "Okay, maybe not." 
Yeah, I think well, he's yeah, crazy. Once they realize that they can't fight anywhere else, he's talented enough to do until it until their contract. Like, well, you can go do movies. That's about it. I mean, the Russians will find a way to get him out of his. Oh contract. yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? You can go over there and fight the KGB, right? He'll go over to Russia, then he'll fight, and make a lot of money, and the UFC will try to sue him, and they'll rip it up. Who cares? Yeah. This is Russia. Yeah, Putin will be like, yeah, yeah. fuck you. Piss on you. This is Russia, pal. We do what we want here. This is like the machine story. Is that story great? The UFC had the chance to get Fedor right of his prime, and the UFC stood pat on the like, UFC. Habib trying to fight the UFC is not going to end well for Habib. I mean, in a way, yeah, but I. I to him, it's not like it's not about money. It's not about whatever. I mean, he can go fight with his brother in World Series. He'd go to Bellator. He could go back to Russia and fight. Yeah. You know, he, he's talented. He's to go gonna wherever. make money. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna make money. He's gonna keep fighting regardless. He's gonna keep winning. It's gonna make the UFC be like, man, we shouldn't let this guy go. I don't know, man. I I don't know. I don't think. You know, trying to play hardball with the UFC is going to work out in his favor. I don't think it's going to get him his title shot. But if We're if definitely going to see some like like, like 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 some some fun times though right now with like with Connor now possibly going down to one forty five. We're going to see guys fighting the UFC as opposed to fighting each other to try and get the, to the title shot. I think. Yeah, for sure, definitely. For they sure. want that money fight. Yep, they want that red panty yep. night. Well, I think it was one of you guys actually said that. Like, I think it was you, Dave, saying that you wanted to to see uh, to see Ferguson win so that he like so he can take care of his family, like, yeah. get that big fight, and uh, get that money so that you know, his, his wife or girlfriend whatever, and uh, their little kid like yeah. they can start being financially set. Yeah, it's you know what I don't what the point was is that uh, I didn't care if he won or lost. I just. If, if someone were to get hurt, whatever, and Tony was... I want Tony to be put in position to get the Connor fight. And he can go in there and he can get worked in 15 seconds and KO'd. And I don't care, because getting that Connor fight makes sure that a friend of mine, his newborn son and his, his young wife, are financially set for mm-hmm. life. If Tony yeah. gets that fight, that's and that's the truth, you know. Screw the belt, screw everything else. He'll be taken care of forever from, a con- from having a Connor fight. And that's, you know... I hope he gets that just I, because of that reason. I have never once said that Tony is undeserving of no, the title shot. Not. I just don't. I don't. Well, I just want to clarify before I get torn apart by people. <laughs> Tony is 100% deserving of the title shot. I just Definitely. don't think he's going to get it. If, you know? if there's an yeah, odd man out. Habib is deserving of a title very, shot. So both of them have arguments. You know? But if there's going to be an odd man out in this race, it's going to be Tony, unfortunately. I think so, too. I think so, too. And you know what? He'll just keep winning against, you know, other opposition. If they happen to put him against someone else, he'll he'll excel, and and he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Guys, he'll be fine. I, I promise you. You know, he's uh, he's got a lot of years left. For sure. You know, before he's going to have to start worrying about anything else. And, yep. Um, the good news is, for us, I mean, I think we're going to get to see Tony and Habib fight. I hope so. And I think that's going to be a great fight. I do too. And that's what I was saying. Like, you know, you, you can see guys where they have a loss, and uh, it's a bad loss. But losing to like, if Tony does fight Habib and loses, that's not a bad loss on to have on Arizona because he is such a upper echelon fighter. Yeah, especially if you can that, you know take uh, him the distance. To him, sorry. I mean, especially if you can take him the distance. I mean, that would be a great. You know, I lost. I lost yeah. in five rounds to to 
Habib, I mean, right. I lasted. Look at that. You know? Right. You know, that's not a bad necessarily a bad thing. No, not at all. Not at all. So we got a couple fights uh, left on the early or on the prelims to wrap up. Pretty quick ones. Uh, Tim Bosch just leveled Rafael Natal. Yeah. Sapo just Man, Natal looked, looks like he looked like just lost in there. Man, it was a bad night for Mark Henry. I tell you, you know, for being such a badass. Yeah, for he being. He didn't have a good record. For being this, you know. One in three? One in three, yeah. Frankie was his only one. Yeah, okay. Because he, yeah. he had Wonder Boy, or not Wonder Boy, I'm sorry. And Alvarez. Alvarez. Yeah, and Alvarez, Frankie, uh, Rafael Natal, and Caitlin Chikagian. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot about uh, Caitlin down there. Uh, Bosch made quick work of Natal. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't much. They had a couple exchanges, and Bosch KO'd him. Yep. And that was it. You know, for, it was middle of the first round, something like that. Yep. Wasn't a lot to it. You know, Natal landed five strikes. Bosch landed 14 and clipped him. Yeah. Took him out. Both fights kicking off the, the were um, big knockouts. Yeah. First fight of yeah, the yeah. uh Baleo Muhammad got just plastered oh. by Vincente Luque. Wow, that was sick. Woo! And Vincente Luque. He was like the replacement fighter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, he, he, I mean, he looked so crisp in there. Yeah, outstanding. Yeah, and he, he, he looked good. The thing with Luque is like that's cool is is his striking has improved so much because he was like he's a jujitsu guy. Well, he looked like a hell of a striker. Oh man, and, and, and that's what I mean. Like his striking from what when I first got introduced to Vincente on the Ultimate Fighter with the ATT Black Zillion season, like he was a tough dude, but he lost some fights, some close fights in the house and stuff because that was like one of those tournaments where you're. They let guys fight more than one time. The team just picked their fighters. Okay. It, it, wasn't yeah, like, it was all about points. Through yeah, it was all about points and who was going to win the season and stuff. And you got so many points per fight. <clears throat> so I believe Vincente got to fight a couple of times. But, um, yeah, I, I've been very impressed with watching him continue his career throughout the UFC. And he's just he's getting better each fight. And I like the kid a lot. He's got a lot of skill set. That was quick, man. I tell you what, that was real quick. There wasn't much to this. No, fight. not much at all. It was a quick it little really exchange. Really set the tone for the night too. Those first two fights, the Bosch knockout, yeah. the Vicente knockout. Here, I mean, it was like, wow. You know, we're gonna get you know, a good yeah. night coming up. Oh yeah, man. It definitely was a good, good pacer. The prelims were outstanding. Great. You know, I, the main card in A, I, I definitely give the prelims even an A minus. Yeah, I would say they were an A, a, you know, a minus. I mean, there wasn't a bad there was fight. A, there was a war. There was a mauling. There was some great knockouts. I mean, I, we've seen some amazing stuff. Yeah, I, I would send that in the card number two A's. If you were on the on the fence uh, for getting a pay per view, that's the kind of card that the UFC wants to have leading into the to the pay per view. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think you wanted to see uh, Miller wins. Miller wins by decision. Uh, Still a great fight. Great fight. You know, it was close. It was a good Jim Miller fight. I mean, it was just his grinding style. His opening of the pre, you know the early prelims. Yep, catch weight. Event, you know, uh, it was your average Miller fight. Some yeah. good wrestling, some good striking. You know, Tiago landed. Yeah, and he did well too. Yeah, Tiago landed yeah, some good strikes. Well, Jim Miller, you know what you're gonna get. Yep, definitely. Uh, the, the Miller boys, they, you know, they can beat you a bunch of different ways, but the same, they, they can put on a little bit of a lackluster performance, but it, 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 it's still, you see convincing win in what they do. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, the first fight of the night, Liz Carmouche wins by decision. 
Uh, Carmouche comes out early in the first round, just dominating with wrestling, yeah. taking uh, Chikagian down, slamming her a couple of times. Um, Caitlin figured it out and kind of brought it on in the second and then really came on in the third, but it just wasn't enough. Wasn't nearly enough, man. Just wasn't enough. Carmouche, uh, definitely the veteran yeah. in, in this, and it showed. Um, i I seen some, I wouldn't call them rookie mistakes, but I would say a little bit of more inexperienced. For sure. Caitlin Chikagian is still know. a young fighter. And she's she's got a lot to learn, and I think she learned a lot by fighting a veteran like Liz. God, Carmouche is jacked. Isn't she? Jesus. She looks like Uriah Faber, kind of. When she, when she was she in the does. when she was in the cage with her braids and stuff, yeah. I said to somebody, yeah, I was like, she man, she, she, her and your eye could be twins. Yep, it's creepy. They're about the same size. Thinking, she was that close at one point to, to uh, beating Ronda, being the bantamweight champion. Yeah, Ronda. If Ronda wouldn't in the, in the shuffle, sometimes Liz does. She had a couple of bad losses. I mean, yeah. after the Ronda fight. Um, she did. She still got the talent, though. You know, she's tough. Yo, she's yeah. tough as nails, and she's been around for a long time. She's a you know, like she, early. She's, a, she's one of those fun fighters that, no matter where she's on the card, the, the, Ooh, you want to see her. Yeah. She's three and three. Yep. She went. She she came back after that that loss to Ronda and beat actually beat Andrade by uh, KO. And then she lost two in a row to Alexis Davis and Misha Tate. Not bad. Both went to being title contenders. Yeah. And she's been on a two-fight win streak since. So yeah, She's doing well. She's doing okay. She's I don't know well. how much longer Liz has got. She's getting up there. 32. Yeah. I mean, you know, for, for this division. Yeah. That's kind of the elder statesman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, that's, that's, the kind, that's kind of the division where there's, there's just constantly names being shuffled in. Second that you have to make your you have to make your statement early on. Yeah, right now. Uh, or else you can get you can get lost in the pack. And I think they were more they were setting this fight up more for Chukagian. I think so too. To, to kind of yeah yeah. You know? I mean, Caitlin still she's in the top fifteen still coming off the loss, but I I think it was a it was a test fight to see where gauge where she's at. That's some work to do. Yeah, for sure. Overall, the card. Overall, definitely an A. I give it a solid A. Top to bottom. No question about it. It wasn't a fight on there I didn't enjoy. No. No, definitely an A fight uh, and A card because if you can take two fights, when you can lose the week week of the fight, Tim Kennedy, Rashad Evans, and Don Cerrone, Kevin Gastelum, and you can still go, ah, Actually, this is still an awesome. Like the loss of the fight sucked, but they didn't hurt the card. Could you guys think like, of that? Like that's that's amazing. Imagine how late this card would have went with those two fights. Oh man! Oh, you're looking at definitely like two thirty. Yeah. Oh my god! Because for sure, Kennedy and Rashad's going the distance. Yeah. Cowboy Gaslin could have gone the distance. Easily gone the distance. I mean, thankfully Connor finished him quick because. We were yeah. going to be in for a long I night if we going to go five. Yeah, maybe. man. Three 25-minute fights back to back to back. I mean, I was purely wired. I was I was good to go. I made it all the way until 4 a.m. before I finally... Yeah, your, your heart was going like a hummingbird. It really was. Oh, uh, nah, not so much. The the, the other meds kind of helped balance that out. I was watching the post-fights, and I was nodding. I, and as soon as it ended, I was like, oh, thank God. And I shut my computer and went to sleep. I was kind of nodding because I finally let myself get comfortable 
Like, I was laying in my bed watching the post-fight presser, and towards the end with Connor, I was kind of like, all right, and then I fell asleep. But it was, I mean, it was 3.34 o'clock in the morning before I finally called it a day. Um, Worth every penny. Absolutely. Yeah, so, I mean, we knew this was going to be a long one. Uh, <laughs> got a couple of you, you want to... Yeah, let, let's go ahead. I mean, we're already this deep. We're, just, just we're in this deep, you know. We got two cards this weekend. We're not going to do much talking about either one. We'll just bring up the the main events of both. Uh, we got a card from Belfast, Northern Ireland, that starts Saturday. The prelims will begin on Fight Pass at 12.15 p.m. here in the East. And then the main card begins at 4 p.m., Headlined by Gegard Mousasi and Uriah Hall. Originally, wasn't this originally supposed to be Jacare and... Was this supposed to be... No, that's Whittaker. Whitt- no, no, this one was originally Uriah Hall and someone else, but the guy got hurt. That's and, right. Uh, that's right. Mousasi stepped in. Thank you. That's why we keep you around, Ryan. You're an encyclopedia. <laughs> but yeah, we got the rematch. Uh, Gegard Mousasi taking on Uriah Hall. Realistically, the only reason Gegard for this fight is just to get this loss off of his record. Yep. This fight doesn't get Gegard any closer, really. No. More lose than gain. For sure. Yeah. I, I have Gegard winning. I do, too. I think he takes him down and he smothers him. Yep. Ends this thing. Yeah, I mean, the first fight, Musasa looked really, really good until Uriah Hall pulled out from you know, his bag of tricks. Even Uriah Hall said that it was a, a lucky fight and kind of a fluke. He said that on the... On the uh, unfiltered podcast. He was just on there yeah. one day. Wonder if yeah, yeah, I can definitely see Musashi learning just to you know, don't let him get too close. Or don't get the uh, you know don't let him pull out one of his uh, one of his trick. Uh, I don't trick think strikes. I don't think Musashi stands and bangs with him much. I, I think he either. takes I think to the ground. He's hung out. Yeah, yeah. I think he goes straight to the wrestling. Musashi is too smart of a fighter to uh, to make the same mistake twice. High, yep. high fight IQ and Musashi. Kind of interesting. Both fights, uh, both main events of the cards are uh, rematches. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Bader and Lona. Oh, Bader and Nogueira. The first. Yeah. This is one of those weird days where we're gonna have two fight cards almost going on simultaneously. Yeah. You know, but uh, that one being in Ireland, this one is in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Yeah, I think uh, by the time. Okay. All right. So the fight pass prelims will start at six. Probably around the time that uh, we get done in Belfast, the FS1 prelims will probably be getting going to yeah. maybe a, a fight or two in. Um, Might have a little crossover with the early prelims. And, yeah, definitely, definitely going to have a little but, crossover. But uh, yeah, the main event from Sao Paulo, Ryan Bader's taking on Antonio Rogero Nogueira, a.k.a. Little Nog. Rematch from 2009, 2010, somewhere in there. Several years. Way back. Yeah. It was one of Ryan's early fights. It was only a couple fights into the UFC at that point. There it is. And then this was originally supposed to be 2010, the, uh, yeah, Nog and Gustafson, too, right? What's that? I'm sorry. This was originally Nog and Gustafson fight? Originally? Yes, I believe so. I believe you're right. I don't remember. Who I don't remember either. Or not. But that, yeah, because uh, Gustafson had taken himself out of the fight mm-hmm. because yeah, of back he injury. Back or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So Bader jumps in. Yep. Um, 
you know, good chance some... for Bader to make a statement win again. They just didn't mean with the light heavyweight division, and like they need some talent to after the DC uh, Rumble fight. Isn't it's wide open? Who's going to get the next title shot? A win here basically puts uh, Bader in title in the title picture, especially if DC and those guys hate each other until he chokes and has a shit performance like he did against Rumble and gets just a piss <laughs> yeah. on him again. Bader. Bear, every every time he's got a big fight, he kind of gets that cowboy syndrome. He chokes in the big chokes one. It out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of action going on this weekend. Uh, personally, I, my attention is going more towards the Dublin card or the Belfast card. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm far more interested. I think there are better fights. There are some good fights on here. You know, Thomas oh, sure. Almeida is sure. fighting. Claudio Gadelli's taking on Courtney Casey. Um, Kumara Usman, my man from yeah. the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, Justin Scoggins Scott is on the here. on the prelims, yeah. but for my money, man, that that Belfast card is just better to me. Yeah, I think so too. Overall, you know, I like. I, I definitely want to see Thomas Almeida fight. Oh yeah, I I love watching Thomas Almeida fight. He's, he's a and I want to see how so Claudia. Did, you know, Claudia's going to bounce off, back. He's coming off that gut round fight too, right? What? Think of someone else. What'd you say? And he's coming off of the uh, the Garbrandt loss. Yeah, I think that was his last loss was to Garbrandt. So it'll be kind of it'll be fun to see uh, to see how uh, how he yeah. looks in this fight. Yeah, I think he's going to be refocused and come back strong. But a lot yeah, of so seeing you guys after their first after their first loss is always uh, an interesting fight. It's really definitive because they're either going to come back with a vengeance or they're going to come back with that depressive. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know if I'm good enough to be in here second guessing themselves. Absolutely, you know, you're gonna get one Especially or the other. When you get knocked out the way he did, right? Excellent. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, lots, lots of action. We also got a Bellator card this weekend uh, with a title fight between Michael Chandler and uh, Benson Anderson that'll be competing at the same time as. As uh, the Sao Paulo card, so I mean, lots of MMA going on. Yeah. Should be a fun weekend. Definitely. Plus, it's also uh, the FC card too. Yeah, is that tomorrow night? Yeah, I think maybe that's where I got confused earlier when I thought it was Bellator. Maybe Invicta is tomorrow. I think Invicta is tomorrow because I believe they were weighing in today. Yeah, because they're on Fight Pass, so UFC wouldn't want to have Dublin. Yeah, uh, they're not going to Brazil and uh, or Belfast, Brazil and Invicta all going on at the same time. Yeah, they're tomorrow. Tomorrow, Invicta's yeah. Tomorrow night. Angela Hill. Defending her title, uh, former uh, Ultimate Fighter competitor Angela Hill. Yeah, it's Kaylee Medeiros. Yeah, Medeiros is a she's a tough fighter. Uh, so that's uh, that's a lot of MMA this week. There's a ton of it. I mean, of it. like we said in Bellator, you also got Michael Venom Page. You got the debut of uh, Gil Melendez's wife, um, Carrie. And, I think it's, yeah, uh, and you got uh, Michael Chandler. Right, so it's that Chandler and Benson Chandler, Anderson. Henderson, yeah, that's it. That's yep, right. Chandler and that's Henderson right. are fighting for the lightweight title that Chandler got back after uh, Will Brooks left the company. Oh, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, you guys are, and you guys said Baby Slice is on this one? Baby Slice is making his debut after uh, getting pulled from the last his last card uh few weeks ago or a month ago he was supposed to fight some weight cutting issues with his opponent or something like that yeah. so 
They pulled He'll be baby. in the prelims of the, yep. the Bellator card yep. this weekend. Making his MMA debut. So, yeah, uh, do we want to touch on this? Uh, the couple little news things are... Probably talk about uh, the suspensions, maybe, uh, with, with yeah, big, country getting, yeah. big Country getting... Big Country gets his finally yeah, suspension nine for months, kicking him. Nine months, uh, Roy Nelson's out for kicking Big John down in, in Brazil. Um, and then Machida also is suspended for a year. 18 months. 18, yeah, 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 yeah. 18 months. That's right. Retroactive to April, so... What's, He's about anybody you're away. With the, with the country thing, um, I thought they were going to go a little deeper. I thought they really wanted to make an example out of him um, for, you know, kicking a ref. I, I figured he was going to get that full year. No retroact. I think, I mean, I thought they were going to hammer him. Just hammer him. Um, they went a little light, in my opinion. Yeah. I thought they would hammer him with yeah. him. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was. See why they went with the nine months? I mean, I think that if they took a look. I mean, you know, never lay your hand on the ref. That's a is a serious defense. Uh, I think they probably took into consideration that it was a late shove. It was after the fight. It was. I think they probably took a, lot, a little bit extra into it. But um, I do agree. It was I think a little uh, a little on the lighter side. <clears throat> you never touch a ref, no, no matter what, ever, no. ever, ever. You know, you don't, you don't do it, and, um, and I guess, you know, what the, the age country is, you know, nine months is quite a long time for someone who's in the twilight of his career, Mm -hmm. um, but I might have, I might have given him a year and a half solid, you know, if it were up to me. Well, that's even like, uh, like Machida, Machida getting 18 months when he's 39, 38, like, he's looking at being close to 40 by the time he gets back, he's not, I mean, he was never really in the title picture right now. And now we were taking away the last couple of years that he would have. He comes back. That that division's going to be so far ahead of him again. It's. I mean, this is basically the death sentence to Machida's career. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the end of the day, you don't take you don't take steroids. You did to yourself, right? Yeah, you sure did. Yep. Uh, any final thoughts, gentlemen? Before we uh, wrap up this two and a half hour escapade, Ryan. Um, I just want to say, like the 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 wait to get to New York City, like when when the, the when the, everything was first announced, it seemed like you know it was never going to come. Blah blah blah. We, we always joked about Christmas coming early and all that stuff, but that card is going to go down for a very long time as one of the like one of the biggest moments in MMA from top to bottom. Everything that happened on that card was historic. Uh, to see MSG. Hosting fights like that, uh, like I said last week, it meant a lot to me as a fight fan. And, uh, it, yeah, like, I hope everyone that watched that had a great time. I can't see why they wouldn't have. Dave? Um, yeah, man. It was, it was history in the making. It was Madison Square Garden. It doesn't get much bigger than that. And uh, I had a great, uh, a great night in predictions. I would say better than I thought I was gonna have. Yeah, um, I did all right. I did. I did pretty good. Uh, there was a couple of the, the draw. And seeing a draw 
uh, a title fight at MSG. That yes. was that was a unique experience. Definitely. Whether it was good or bad, it was unique. Right. So, well, especially after we had just talked about it last week and yeah. the, the potential of a draw happening. Exactly. You know, you get to see something like that. Yeah, it's you not something you see every day. Ryan, you asshole. Well done, Dempsey. Way to go. <laughs> like I said, I'm the wizard, right? I can do whatever I want. Yeah, he cast that. <laughs> That, that draw spell on us. Yeah, you brought up the draw word in another <laughs> fight. And look what you did. Yeah, but you're welcome because now we get to see the sequel. We are, and that's going to be a good fight. If you know what? Boy would have won the fight. We still would have got to see the sequel. I think we would have seen that too, either way. But uh, with a draw, I think it guarantees it. Oh yeah, it. definitely. And uh, you know, I think we're going to try to set something up for two hundred six. Yeah, we're definitely we we are going to do uh, a fight cast for two hundred six. Yeah, so uh, take it. Uh, it's only, couple week, for that, it's only a couple you know? weeks away, man. Yeah, we got to set that yeah, up. The you know, we're get the work the done. is coming quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to do at least the main card um, podcast, and maybe we'll kick off with the, the main prelim fight as far yeah. as recording it. I mean, you and I are probably going to watch most of them together. Yeah, you know, oh, from yeah. the start anyway, but we'll, uh, we'll do it. You know, a live cast and maybe do something on YouTube or. Yeah, I think I think that's the way I want to I want to try to set it up is uh, is do it on YouTube. Yeah, I think that's best too, and then we yeah. can just post a link from YouTube yeah. and then. So we'll do some live video uh, from you know on our YouTube or on YouTube. We'll get a YouTube page going or whatever, yeah. and uh, so yeah, you'll be able to watch the fights with us live online and then fun. go back and been, listen. There's been a lot of people clamoring to. Hear us, there's break down the face live and want to see us. Like they, they, they're tired about the Joe Rogan fight companions, they want something fresh. That's what the average user is here for. We're gonna, we're gonna get it, we're gonna get them something, that's for sure. I mean, it might be a little, it'll probably be a little more centered focused than uh, the Joe Rogan fight companions. We will probably actually, we talk. also might, we also <laughs> might set fight companions back about 10 years. Well, I mean, we might actually talk about the fights. Novel concept, you know what they end up talking about is the finish. Yeah, and they'll talk amongst themselves about everything else, and then all of a sudden Joe Rogan will go, "Oh!" and there'll be a finish. And you're like, "Hey, did you guys see that?" And they're like, "No, we no. were sitting here talking to each other." About, Eddie's, Eddie's on a uh, rant about Tower Seven. I, I was about to say I've started reading on Tower Seven just for that day. <laughs> there's, I guess, there's some pretty sweet memes from uh, Tony's fight mm-hmm. of Eddie. Tony fight. Oh, there there's, there's some good ones. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard. I heard I Joe. And, yeah, I heard Joe and Brendan talking about it when I was listening <laughs> to it back today. Um, yeah, my as far as I go, man, like we got to be a part of history. Right on. The most historic card ever. The, the the best card, top to bottom, Madison Square Garden at the biggest stage, the biggest night. It don't get no better than that. And the UFC delivered. I, I didn't walk away from any fight feeling gypped or that that was a shit fight. I thought every fighter on the card stepped up, win, lose, or draw, um, and put everything out there, and you know, and put on exciting fights and a good, entertaining night. And psh, I can't wait. Cannot wait for more. We can only go up from here too with all the the results that we saw. Definitely set up the next, I'd say, four to six months worth of fights. Well, going into two o- just from this card alone. Going into two o six, I still wouldn't say we can only go up from here. That card got better with those two yeah. fights that it added. But that card still. Well, I'm, I'm just saying with the with the results based off of this card, with the fighters that won the. 
players have performed, they're only going to set up to uh, 2017 for for brighter things. Oh, absolutely, oh, absolutely. No. I'm just busting your balls, man. Don't get lit. Don't get yeah, well. Don't get angry. Well, I'm sensitive. You know, I'm Canadian. I'm too okay. kind. Of, you're supposed to be. Said. You're supposed to just be polite and say thank you. So he's, he's got toughness and sensitivity. Yeah, tough, tough and sensitive, huh? That, that's that's how we're doing things in in Canada. Yeah, that's they're, right. They're complex people, damn it. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So uh, for any late breaking news, make sure you guys are going over to the Irish Joe's MMA Show page. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter. I'm at Mux Biffy. I like to talk a lot of shit, and pretty much my entire timeline is all MMA. So if you're on Twitter, give me a follow. Let's talk some MMA. Uh, Brian, I, don't, I know you are kind of on Twitter from time to time. Yeah, I'm at, uh, uh, I changed the handle. Uh, I think it's at rdam 16 Uh, I believe that's it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I get on there off and on here and there, guys. Kind of see what's going on. I'll retweet this and that. Uh, but yeah, like, if people uh, send me a send me a line, I definitely get back to it. I'm far more active on Twitter now. I've uh, I've gone out of my way to take myself off of Facebook as much as possible because I'm just tired. It can be a shithole because it is a shithole. Yeah. And on Twitter, I don't have anybody locally that I follow really, except for you, a couple of my friends. Yeah, Eric, Ken. And some, but my my Twitter is so MMA heavy; it's ridiculous. I follow, and, and you know, some pro wrestlers and stuff. But it's it's ninety ninety percent MMA fighters, MMA journalists. I basically converted my page into our page. Yeah, you know, and then I stay. You know, it's it's ninety percent MMA and you know ten percent other. Right, but it's uh, it's almost all just yep. MMA. Yeah, I mean that's that's yeah that's me too. I mean. You'll find my my array of timelines of tweets talking shit to Tyron Woodley that led to getting blocked. Outstanding. Um, so yeah, Still the story of the week for the average Joe's. And and Dave is at David Van Boglen. Uh, so yeah, make sure you follow him as well. Uh, shoot us some questions. Let us know what you guys thought about UFC 205. Since Joey only likes to participate. <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll be back next week, uh, sometime, Thanksgiving's coming up, so I don't know what day exactly we're working, we gotta figure that out, but, uh, we'll be back next week. was last month, dude. In Canada. Yes, in Canada. The real one is next week. Yeah, the real Thanksgiving is next week. Yes. So we'll figure out a record day, You can't, you can't take away our Thanksgiving from us. I sat down and had some turkey. I watched the Lions play. Sounds like a, that sounds like it was Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know what? I get to sit down on. Don't the Packers and the Lions play on Thanksgiving this year? Is it? Uh, What's up with your team, man? Yeah. Ah, I got to. They were saying to Eric the other day. Oh, it's Vikings? Twitter actually. If Aaron Rodgers happens to get a little bit of steroids, I wouldn't be mad at this point. Like yeah, it's got to suck for both you and Eric. Like I like I said to you guys, how's it feel looking up at the Lions? Wow. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, have to say that. I, no, I won't. And I know the blow it. I said it. I said it. But Eric's a Bears fan, and uh, Captain Canada over here is yeah. a goddamn Packers fan. So yeah, yeah. We, got the, we got the Vikings this weekend. 
or this Thursday, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, rather. Nice. Uh, which is, inter, you know, a divisional game that's vastly important. Uh, then the skins of the Cowboys, of course, are playing. Right. And then the night, the night show is Steelers and Colts. Okay. So interesting. No Packers. On, no Packers on Thanksgiving. No, not this year. Weird. Lions get it. Skins and Cowboys well, they, get it. They don't do it always, do they? I feel like uh, they do. It's always I Detroit. Like, it's always it's Detroit. Detroit. The few years where the the Lions are getting spanked by like Tennessee and oh. Indianapolis back. Packers and Cowboys play a lot on Thanksgiving, yeah. so I, I feel like the Packers are usually a part of We know the Lions are always going to play. We know Lions and Cowboys. the Cowboys are always going to yeah, play. Yeah, it's their, sure. their day. Yeah. So, we'll be back next week sometime. Make sure you guys are checking out fights this weekend. For Ryan Dempsey and David Van Bogen, I'm Jeff Shannon. Thank you guys for sticking around through this. We'll be back next week. Rich Joe's MMA Show.